Thursday. Holy cow, it's Thursday. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's around here somewhere. This is the morning sickness. It is draft day. Uh, sports are just dominating life right now, which is great stuff. Keeps your mind off everything else. And uh, tonight, uh, tons of rumors and whatever's going to happen. And Bryce Young is more, more than likely the number one overall pick. So that's uh, the newest millionaire in the world from sports and then who's second is a debate whether or not cj stroud's too stupid to play football or if he's going to t- people are going to take a chance and, and they're moving all over the cardinals are the third pick will they stay the third pick are they going to move around are they going to grab will anderson or what i mean it's it, nobody Kyle knows. murray's begging for them to get paris yeah. paris jackson yeah they're well and they can move back to get him there's all sorts of things so this is a this is going to be an intriguing soap opera tonight and uh, we'll find out what the Cardinals do somewhere early in the draft as it begins this evening. And I've made it like an annual thing that I go used to just kind of be a pay attention a little bit. And now it's a group of people that get together every year to watch the draft. It's a weird part of the football season that just shows up in the middle of April. And uh, my football gang will start talking about it. It's, it's, a, it's strange. It's a, it's a happening. Where are the Steelers picking? 17. But we'll see if they move. They got 17-32 thanks to your Bears. Basically two first-rounders, because uh, there's usually 32 first-round picks, but the Dolphins got dinged for trying to talk to Tom Brady last year, so they lost a first-round pick. And then the Steelers ended up with a 32nd pick, which is great. So they've got tra- they, trades abound for them. My hope for my team, Joey Porter Jr., uh, legacy pick, too, and he's just an awesome corner, and we'll find out what they do. But, yeah, the draft is just – and, again, it is uh, – I've said this for years. It's modeled off of uh, – like, it took the model of how slaves used to get here, and they do it the exact same way. They have a stage. They have a bunch of rich white men sitting in a row bidding on young African-Americans to come play at their farm. And that's and they, basically what the draft is. And they've already looked yep. them over. And they've looked them over. They've tested them out. It, it's, it is so based on the slave trade. And they come from a place that nobody paid them, and now the, the most elite of all the slaves are chosen to be... It's this. It is so. You know, the difference is at least the families are excited. That's where they're right. Going. The di- yeah. The, well, maybe that used to happen to the Dutch trading companies too, because yeah. they they you know at least they're getting to the elite farm. It's the weirdest. Because college football until recently never paid anybody. It is the weirdest, like adaptation of something so wrong that we've made just the exact same thing and made it so right. There are no difference on stage. You've seen him working. You know what he's doing. Now give me some bids. Which one's going first? And you're like, Jesus. I'll take that one on the left there. It's like History of the World where Gregory Hines is up there yeah. doing the shim-sham dance and all <laughs> right. that kind of stuff. It is, it is remarkably similar when you read about how the old stages of trading used to work. Other farmers would bid on guys' best slaves and be like, Jesus, that's the NFL draft. It's the same principle. It's terrible. And this, the only difference is it's not based in race now. It's just based in athleticism, I guess, or whatever. But, man, they, they've been running their asses off for free for years, and now they get a break. So, But we all sit and we all watch, and the NFL makes tons of money, and everybody gets paid a ton of money afterwards, so you can't complain. Now, the people who don't get paid are undrafted and have to go wander from farm to farm and hope that somebody picks them up. And which quarterback gets iced? Right. Yeah, that's a big question. There's some. There's some there, this will be an intriguing one. This is an interesting draft. There's so many even good players. Like, there's... Everybody's good. A couple guys might be great, but everybody's kind of on the same. Like, ah, if we miss this guy, there's one. There's almost a replicant right behind him, and then you start falling off real fast after 
two or three. We'll see what the Cardinals do. I wouldn't be surprised if DeAndre Hopkins isn't on the Cardinals after tonight. I think their move tonight will be a DeAndre Hopkins trade. And that would be a very smart thing to do, is to try to get more for less. There, there's no reason to keep DeAndre Hopkins on this team. They're in full rebuild. Complete and, uh, and anybody who thinks different is crazy. They are new coach, new GM. Kyler Murray is a question mark. Uh, you got, you know. New owners. Yeah, pretty much probably <laughs> new owners come the end of the year, yeah. It's just the, the, the franchise is in a complete shambles. And uh, they, I don't know how many wins they had last year. Five, maybe? I don't even remember. That's why they're picking third in the first place. So thinking that they're a player away is insane. They've got a lot of work to do. And they got a quarterback that may not be back until the middle or end of October. That they're not sure about him either. If I was the GM of the Cardinals, first off, I'd be the first sober one they've had in years. That's great. Second, big stretch. I might take one of those quarterbacks that's sitting out there. Like if C.J. Stroud fell in my lap or Will Levis, who's a little later in the game, I might just say, you know what, Kyler, here's some pressure. And finally, Colt McCoy can coach. Yeah, Colt McCoy can go. Away. Yeah, because <laughs> see what he can do. Look, we're going to put him out there. We're going to put this first round pick out there, and one of the two of you might work out, and then we can trade the other one. I, you know, franchise quarterback is the only way your teams can win. That's it. You can't do it without one. And they're already giving up on Malik Willis in Tennessee, talking about drafting a quarterback again this year. So you don't have much time. And I still think Kyler Murray got screwed by Cliff Kingsbury and his system. I, I still think Kyler Murray is one of the better athletes on the field at any given time. They coddled him. They allowed him to become the biggest baby in football. They, nobody ever put their foot down. Kyler had a say in the play. And that's when Sean Payton even said, that stuff wouldn't fly if I was there. And that's one of the reasons Sean Payton's not here. There was no management above Kyler Murray. You, 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 that was the biggest tell to me that this franchise is in trouble when Sean Payton's like, hmm. I'm not even going to consider you guys. I'll go to this nightmare up in Denver with a quarterback that has the exact same issues, and I can fix that. But, yeah, he, Kyler Murray had too much control as a, a guy who'd never accomplished anything. So a new coach coming in saying, Kyler, shut up, would have been the best thing. Cliff Kingsbury basically allowed Kyler to become a mini Cam Newton, just talk too much, get his way too often, and then when things didn't go right, he could blame everyone else. We'll see. And write him the check. Oh, they wrote him a huge check, and they should have. He was their best player. Yeah, people hate that, but Kyler Murray was the they only have a choice. Look, the only reason much. they won a couple games last year was because of him. That Raiders game was one hundred percent one guy. He did that alone. And Hail Murray, he, the, the, and the Hail Murray against Buffalo, and it, like there were moments where you're like, "This is he's the only one that can do anything," and that's Cliff Kingsbury's fault. It was. You have one read, and then, Kyler, I'm crossing my fingers, and you can make something happen. That was the Cliff Kingsbury air raid offense. And now that's over. So maybe the new guy's got one. I don't see it, but we'll see. But I might put a little heat on that. Draft is always interesting. It's always interesting. And it's always, you know, intriguing. Because you never know who's coming where or what's going to happen or who doesn't want to be anywhere. Or, I don't know. The special guests announcing. The drafts every now and then. Oh yeah, yeah. And they the, go to the podium. Yeah, the, the special celebrities kids or a celebrity or in in the case that I'll never ever ever not be reminded annually by Paul Sura, <laughs> uh, a very very um, handicapped person coming out announcing the Steelers pick, and I believe it was Ryan Shazier, and he's like, "See, you jinxed him," and I'm like, "Man, I never, <laughs> I'll never ever hear the end of this," and so I'll get that meme tonight because he saves it in every draft. It's a tradition now that Paul sends me, you know, 
Reminders. Yeah, a reminder of how that kid came out and jinxed Ryan Shazier's life. I think it was Shazier, but it's it's constant that I get that. I'll get that tonight. And it's funny. It's sad, but it's funny. So then I just sent him pictures of Hunter Kelly. It's what football people do. We're, we're just mean to each other. That's it. That's how men are friends. Uh, and then the thing I saw last night. I'm not a problem solver, but I've become one. I, I used to be a problem maker. I used to be all about, like, seeing them and running. And now I'm just like, the world's gotten kind of so stupid that it's made... That's the scary part to me, is that the world's gotten so stupid so fast, someone like me seems like coherent, logical, and, and sometimes wise. And let me tell you, from living inside of me, I ain't. There's nothing about that that's accurate. There's a, there's a dumb dude making dumb decisions, wandering around life just trying to figure out how I haven't died yet. That's basically my day-to-day. I, I am... I'm taking care of me to not be dead by the end of the day. That's essentially my goal. And then, uh, yeah, and I'm doing all right so far. Knock on wood. Any day now, though, it wouldn't surprise... I'd be the least surprised if I walked into a, a, you know, a a wall of knives and just like, how did I not see this? I'm not a smart man. But but I think the world's dumbed down so much that I actually kind of feel like I might be. And I know I'm not, so I'm wrestling with that. I'm, I'm watching the news yesterday. And they had a girl on there, and there was like 20 or 30 people down at the Capitol barking and screaming about uh, undocumented uh, citizens getting driver's licenses. Like, why don't we get driver's licenses? We're not, we're not, we're illegal immigrants, but we want driver's licenses. And I'm like, okay, first things first, dumb guy in me goes, there's like 30 illegal immigrants right there. So let's just wrangle them up, right? That seems like a... Logical. Sure. Like, uh, all right, well, can't do that. That's some sort of a humanitarian You don't problem, know that right? for sure. Well, you go and ask, because they're basically screaming. Are you allowed? Sure. If they're screaming, I'm an undocumented uh, citizen, then you can go up and go, can I see some ID? Can you, right. or okay. did they change that so, law? Yeah, well, so you and I are on the same page here. You're doing the same thing I did. Then they interviewed the one girl, and she goes, I got to drive places. Like, it's not easy to live here and not have a, a, a car, so I do drive, but I don't have a license. And she goes, one one false step, and a cop pulls. She goes, every time a cop's next to me, I freeze. Because, you know, if I goof up, he can deport me. And I'm like, all right. Wouldn't that be true with the driver's license, too? Anytime being stopped. Right. And so, standing outside the Capitol screaming, I don't have a driver's license because I'm not a citizen. Aren't you worried now? Well, yeah, you're showing your face. Right. You're, I mean, you're, you're on the You're news? basically telling everybody. Right. So I guarantee you they filed for that protest to be allowed out there. Sure. <laughs> they think it's a yeah, get-out-of-jail-free no. card. Yeah, but, but again, if I'm driving around and my biggest fear is I don't have a driver's license, not my biggest fear is I'm not an actual citizen of the United States. And again, this person's been here since she was four. So there's an argument to be made that, you know, all right, just give it to them. But if you're willing to go through the loops and hoops of getting yourself a driver's license, pop on over to that other place and fill out some paperwork. Well, it's not that easy. Okay. Let's get the process started. We don't have any money. All right. You're, you're at ASU. That was her big thing. I go to ASU. I got to drive to school. I got to get groceries. I got to... I got to. Okay. But isn't the same fear of a cop pulling you over there with a driver's license? Isn't that the same? Won't your driver's license say, hmm, not a citizen? Won't we have special driver's licenses for them? You don't understand, bro. It's I different don't. in a car. <laughs> oh, I see. That's a good argument because yeah. it threw me off. <laughs> That's a good argument because it made no sense, and immediately I'm like, did that make sense? I don't know. They think it's Monopoly, and they're getting the community chess card with the get-out-of-free, <laughs> right. yeah, jail-free yeah, yeah. card, you know? But I don't, uh... That is weird. Like, you're standing outside screaming, I'm afraid I'm going to get in trouble for being an undocumented citizen. 
and then but you're screaming it. So how afraid are you? Yeah, there can't be any fear to begin with. Hey, right. do you want to go uh, protest? Yeah, she says when I see a cop next to me, it feels like I can't breathe. It's like uh, uh, it's not like I have this money where I can get a car back if it gets impounded in the extreme measure. What happens if I get deported? The reality is, uh, I have to drive here to get groceries and go to work. It's not a luxury; it's a must for all of us. Uh, it doesn't make sense. John, you're a fentanyl dealer. Do you want to go down? To yeah, you know protest? what? Because I'm getting tired of getting for free. Yeah. Why can't I deal? I'm not a Legally. user. Come on. And to me, I think, and, and I don't understand the opposition. I don't get screaming. Yeah, I, I do understand. Like, if I'm that worried about it, going to wherever I don't know where to go. Going to wherever you go and saying, I need to fill out some papers to be a citizen so I don't get, so I'm not living in fear constantly. Like, you're already here, right? So, well, they, they, maybe they'll deport you. I don't know. I don't well, think then they the, do that. You know, the question from the beginning is do they know, they know that the system works that way that you, you cannot legally ask? A person I, could say, I'm, I, I don't know. Because remember, I remember that was a big deal. Like, I, for sure, I understand getting pulled over. Uh, the reason I'm pulling you over, I'm wondering if you're a citizen. I need to see something. Well, they're pulling you over if that's they wonder. A, that's, it's illegal to wonder if you're a citizen yeah. and then, like, harass you all I got to check. You got to do and something wrong. And they were wrong saying for. that was happening sometimes. Well, you got you to gotta get pulled over for something. You make a, a left turn and go into the wrong lane, and the cops are like, all right, pulled you over because let me see your driver's license. They're like, I don't have one. All right. Do you have any ID? No, I'm not a citizen. All right. Well, now we got a bigger fish. Like, you know, you find out along the way. Cops don't pull people over and then say, I did it because I, I would assume there's drugs in here. They pulled you over because your taillight was out. And then they find a hundred other things. I just don't understand that. You're not that afraid. Like, you're, not, you're running around screaming how afraid you are. But then there's like 20 of you on the news saying, yeah, we can't, uh, we're, we're scared to death of this. I just figured you just wrangle them up right there. I would think so. I don't know. Maybe that's my border policy. Is whenever they start screaming, I'm illegal, you're like, there's one. And you go grab them. You didn't have to ask. They told you. Come on, man. And then you got that guy. <laughs> hey, gotta be nice, man. Come on. Yeah, I don't think so, Joe. I, I don't think your policy works. But there, yeah, and again, I don't know what it solves to get a driver's license and still not be a citizen. You're driving legally, illegally. Maybe that ID <coughs> helps in other places. That doesn't make any sense, Brady. I mean, like if they're flying or... No, they <laughs> they're can, flying. They can fly. Right. She's not worried about flying to get groceries. She wants to drive. I know, but the reason why they want the driver's license so much on is top to of drive. driving and have access to be able to... Uh, having an ID to, I don't know, to open accounts or... I don't know. What are the odds that she's driving already? I mean, what, well, that's what, what difference saying. does it make? She is driving, but she says that's her biggest fear. She drives without a license, and if she makes a mistake... She's the, cop, the cop's taking her car for not having a license and maybe and kicking being her illegal. Out. Right. It's that's the, same the bigger thing. Fear. You're with me then. It's the same goddamn that's thing. The thing. With a license, you're still illegal. I, I, look, again, the world's gotten so stupid that I have to question things I do. Like, it seems logical to me that you're going to go pick. You have, if you have time to go down to the Capitol and run around, and they had these little signs made that look like driver's licenses. They all put their faces in, you know, like those things you put your head over Steve Nash's body at the Suns game, and now you're Steve Nash for a second with a big, ugly head. Uh, it's that. They made the driver's license holes. Why don't they just put up their real fake license? I guarantee <laughs> right. you they look exactly The, the one like that they've been using yeah, to Chris Valenzuela's. I had 18 <laughs> Chris Valenzuela's working for me at Tony Roma's. They all had a social security card. Same number. 
That dude made a million dollars that year. All 13 of them split it. I, DPS should have been posted right outside the state capitol as soon as that thing was over and yeah. just started popping people left and right. See, and that's the traditional white man's way. Pop. I'm with that's Brett. That's true. Just, all right, you guys want to stand outside and talk about all the... All right, we got to pop you for this. Yes. I'm, I kind of Let's agree Let's talk with about it. If you're going to be illegal and lippy, you get popped. Yes. I'm with him. Now, I know the whole living in the shadows thing is a deal, but that was a decision you made. And I'm throwing logic at you, and people hate that. But it's like if you've been here since you were four, and you got all day to pick it down at the Capitol with your special poster board signs you bought at Walgreens, you had a free day to go like check out how to become a citizen faster. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Sign the guest book. That's all I'm asking. Just when you get here, throw your name down. It's um, not that easy. Okay. Go find out how to get the process at least started. And then say, I'm in the middle of it. And, and you might get kicked out. That's the risk you've been running the whole time. But blame your parents for not doing anything about it since you were four. Uh, Batman just texted in. He's a cop. And he says, uh, local cops are not immigration control. We don't deport people. Right. She's an idiot. Yeah, and there's the other thing is that I, I was wondering that, too. Can my buddy Ben pull you over and then send you down to Guadalajara? I don't think so. I think he can maybe have you so arrested. that's why she wants her driver's license. The truth of the matter is she's afraid for no reason. Okay. But a driver's license doesn't fix that you're illegal. So what she's really worried about is having to pay for her car after it's been impounded. And technically, there's ways around that because you're not allowed to steal somebody's car for it. And that's that's what impounded. Plus no insurance either. Right. Yeah. Well, then there's that. And then What if she yeah. hits you? And then there's that. I've had it happen. And Brady had that happen where illegals... T-boned him, and then really? the guy, yeah, and then what did the guy say? Just say my son was driving. He's yeah. on his way. Well, at least they were insured. But when I first moved out here, a uh, guy in the parking lot hits my car and uh, hands me his uh, license. Basically, get the information, insurance. Go to my insurance guy. He's like, yeah, this policy that you got is has been open for two years, yeah. uninsured. So I had to cover the whole thing, and that guy uh, can still drive. Sure. I, I mean, it was baffling. Like, Wasn't the one on 24th, though, when he said, yeah, my son's going to come down here the, in a minute. The to sister say, who could speak English asked, could you say my father was driving? Right. And he wasn't there. And he wasn't there. He, 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 he arrived five up. minutes later. Yeah. He shows up goes, okay, I'm the driver. I'm Chris Fedlin's widow. Yeah. <laughs> and you said no. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Nice work. Yeah. I actually went to the officer. I'm like, ah, tell me what happened. He yeah. says, it really doesn't matter. It goes who's under the insurance to be right. right. At that point, who's ever insured? I don't care who, you know, as long as they're paying for my stuff. Exactly. But the kid, you know, it'll go on his report as an accident. The best part was Brady's reaction was, no can do, muchacha. And then he walked away from her, which was a pretty great response, if you ask me. That after your car up, too. She masked masked you good. But, yeah, I just, look, I come, and and I started the whole thing by saying I'm stupid. But the world seems dumber than me, and that's scary. I'm watching this whole thing unfold, and I'm like, there's 30 people shouting out I'm an illegal immigrant. And I figured that would be a great place to, like, go to Brett's route. Let's pop them. Yep. <laughs> like, and maybe I'm a cruel dick, but let's pop them. It's the truth. I'm sorry you don't have a driver's license, but you're... I'm a college student, and I'm doing my best. Well, that's great. You're doing your best, because if you're doing your best, you'd be working on that other thing you got going wrong, which is not being here legally and knowing it. I don't know. Maybe it's me. If I knew I was illegal in a country since I was four and now I'm 22, I, I kind of blame myself for not getting that ball rolling earlier. I don't know. 
I'd go home and smack my parents. Yeah, I go, hey, guys, what are you doing? What, 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 what is... Just go to school and be quiet. Don't get your driver's license. Like, we got to do something about this. Like, somebody in that household had to be like, can, can one of us have the guts to go down and fill out the paperwork? You're going to get us all popped. Don't you listen to the radio? <laughs> I saw you on the news last night. Oh, Mia, what are you doing? She's all over this thing talking. We listen to Dave Ramsey, man. Yeah. Rice and beans, <laughs> beans and rice. They they were gonna do it. They already got they, the beans. They, they, did that. <laughs> they were doing that anyway. How come we don't have more money? Yeah. Why do you go on the news so much? Mia, you have to stop. Yeah, they, I don't know. It just seems like uh, stupid. Yeah, I don't care if illegal immigrants have driver's licenses, but it should have like a big stamp on it that says "nuh-uh," just like it does when you're under twenty-one. Yeah. Not a legal citizen. Pop them. Pop and then pop them. <laughs> right? Isn't that the key? Like, I'm not crazy. I thought to them, like, pop them. That was my first thought. Dozens gathered tonight to get the legal immigrants. They're looking down there like every one of them. I mean, this is just a, it's a pop them central right there. You just start getting one after another. Just a delayed U-turn. Drop them <laughs> off. <laughs> swing back around. Well, they come back. back. <laughs> just pop them. <laughs> Gas is expensive, man. Eh, I don't know. I don't see what the problem is. I'm with Brett. I guess I'm not a humanitarian. Pop them. <laughs> they weren't doing anything wrong. I'm like, yeah, they were. I'll pop them. I'm all for popping people that do stuff wrong. Pop me. I don't pay my Just taxes once. Scrub. Pop me. Yeah, I get popped. I run, I run the risk of being popped every, I'll say it out loud, every single morning I run a red light. And maybe that's just because I'm a comfortable citizen. On 16th, uh, or on Bethany and uh, 51. That's coming out of my neighborhood. That thing never changes. So I just wait till it's clear. Oh, that is brutal. And I run a red light every day. And now I've gotten to do it where it's just in the middle of the daytime. If it's clear, I run that light. I'm not sitting there for eight minutes. That thing takes forever to change. I also make illegal U-turns onto the freeway from that very same spot. It says, says, no, uh, you can't make a right onto the freeway. from. Yes, you can. I'll show you. I, you can absolutely make a right. It says you can't, and I'm like, I prove him wrong. It may be illegal, but it's not impossible, and I prove that every time I need to go north on the 51. If I get caught doing that, my excuse that it takes too long for the light is no good. If I told the cop, I'm like, yeah, light takes forever, and I just wanted, I'm getting popped. But guess what? I deserve it. I've been telling you guys for years. That the entry fee for that uh, HOV lane is worth it if you get away with it for a whole year. My argument of saying every January, if the state said for $500 a year you can use the HOV lane all you want, would you do it? You know how many potholes that would fix? Absolutely I would do it. Sign me up. So I'm taking a risk every day because I drive in that HOV lane during HOV time. You know, especially going to those Suns games at 5. That thing's flying. I'm like, I'm getting in that. And I go flying down that HOV lane, and if I get if I get hit, that's the that's the fee I pay for having used that. I get popped. Doesn't California have that where you can pay to be in the in that certain yeah, lane on yeah, the freeways? There's certain things you can do, but they, I mean, I'd pay. They I'm have, in, right? And that's my that's my theory on the HOV lane is that if I get pulled over and have to pay the fee, I've been using it so much it's about time I paid for it. Cost of yeah. doing business. That's exactly right. And guess what I'm going to do the next day? Hop right back in there. Start driving around and take my chances because it's been. Look, I've been. I'm. I'm over. I've never paid for it. I've been stealing that lane for years. I, I'm about due. 
I don't know what the hell law enforcement's up to. They should be all over me right now. But if they get me, basically the fee for having driven in this city for 30 years will be $500 to use the HOV lane. <laughs> okay. How much money that would raise? Huge. It'd clog up that lane, though. And I see it. I uh, There's no cop going to look over there. So I have to bang into something to make that a thing. And if they pull me over, I deserve it. But again, I'm not going on the news going, hey, I'm in a hurry. And it, I don't think it's fair that I don't get to use that lane. The toughest pullover, too. You're in that HOV no, lane. Oh, horrible. I need you to get over six yet. lanes. <laughs> in traffic. No. We'll go to where I'm going, and then you can start talking to me. If that costs me extra, it's worth it. But I, I like Brett's theory. We should have T-shirts to just say, pop them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see the problem here. Just a Brett pointing over. Pop them. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Anyway, I hope you get your driver's license, sister, and you still could get deported. Your bigger your bigger problem still exists. You going on TV screaming I'm illegal and want a driver's license certainly probably doesn't help. I'm just, I am I might vote for Brett to become, you know, police chief or something. Because <laughs> simple questions, it's, it's simple answers. I don't know, I don't know what the, even the issue is here. Yeah. It's easy. It's to stop it and pop. Stop and pop. Yep, it's there the new, you go. It's the new uh, KUPD. That's your hat. Yeah, it's yep. Holmberg's morning sickness. Stop and pop. Uh, <laughs> immigration thing. So good luck to getting your driver's license there illegal. You're still illegal. I don't get it. And it just makes people upset. I just know that if I was four and aware that I was here illegally, and now I'm in my 20s and I tell everybody how smart I am because I'm going to college, one thing I didn't do right. And that doesn't seem to, you don't seem to want the ball moving on that. You should have put the effort into that. Yes. And you know what? You might have to spend a couple of months down in Mexico trying to figure out how to get back up here. I bet you you would. Because it seems, I'll be honest with you, it seems easy to get here. <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything I'm being told, it seems pretty easy to get back up here. I think it'll be all right. You might miss a couple of classes. You're going to be in Tempe in two or three days. It, it might be a troublesome trip in, but you'll get here. After graduation's not a bad time. Yeah. Yeah, go in summertime, you know, kind of dally around down there and say, say, this is asylum I've been hearing so much about. Anyway, I don't get it. And again, dumb guy. Dumb guy with logic trying to figure out a problem. But, well, that pop-em thing sure goes to the top of the list awful fast for Works. a lot of people. Right? You have no heart. Maybe not. They have no papers, so pop them. Yeah, right? I got handcuffs. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Let's go just, sister. The heart thing goes away when you don't have paperwork. Right? I used to have heart. I have heart for people with papers. My heart bleeds red, white, and blue. <laughs> I don't know. Let's go to that Mexico U.S. soccer friendly. And anybody waving a Mexican flag, I figured I'd ask. Red, white, and green. Yeah, I just I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. Anyway, that's just me. It's drafting. What do I care about all this stuff? Draft them. Get them all in. Here. That's how you. Get, that's how you really get into this country. You can be from anywhere if you're good at sports. They'll make you a citizen in five minutes. Cubans. Swim here. And they're like, don't worry about it. He can throw. And they'll pop him on a team in a heartbeat. All that dude has to do is sit in Miami for a day or two and cry. Like, hey, you look, are you a lefty? <laughs> Forget it. The Marlins say you're a citizen. Of all of it. You make you president. let me introduce you to your wife. <laughs> right. They probably have a backlog of women ready to marry the next Enrique. Can you see that guy out there on that tire floating in here? He's a left-hander. He throws 97. He's got eight pitches. It's ridiculous. When he gets here, you're Mrs. Enrique. All right. Yeah, he's going to love you. 
Yeah, the paperwork's already done. You guys are good. How no, boring I, is the draft going to be without Kime, though? I mean, I know, out there yeah. partying it up Drinking and everything. What's he doing? Go to town. Where's oh, the party bus? He's, it's, I'll tell you where it is. It's parked quietly in front of a facility, and he's not allowed to talk. <laughs> I can't even do it right now, so don't even turn that party bus I've off. been talking to him on a burner phone for the last <laughs> Yeah, everybody has. <laughs> Bidwell gave him all. That was a Christmas gift for the Cardinals to get burner phones to talk to Steve. That's crazy. Yeah, the Cardinals are a mess. We'll find out what they do tonight. And, you know, pop them. That's the theory today. <laughs> uh, it's 613. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUBD. Wake up! Thank you very much, Alliance. I tell you what. Whatever we were just talking about, this whole stop and pop thing seems... It's catching some legs. Yeah, man, a lot of people seem to be on our team. We need to run. Yeah, I think something. Run that's seeing that's what scares me, Brad. Is that 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 just that's what? Why do you want to do that? <laughs> no, not because of that. <laughs> the world is is gotten stupid. Doesn't make us smart. That's the problem. That's why I think that all these, is the problem. I think that's that, that people, is exactly the problem. <laughs> people like Carrie Lake and like uh, W. Stephen Martin and uh, all radio and media people eventually hang around this and pay attention to news stories after a while and start thinking that they're qualified. I always worry when radio people go, that's it? I'm jumping into politics. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're not, you're not any smarter. You've just noticed how dumb everything else is as you get older. You're not going to be a solution. Carrie Lake thought she had all the answers because she's reported on every story. and She's not done, opinion. bro. Oh, she's not. She's going to run for Senate. I gotta she's going to run for vice president. She's going to be, yeah, that's, yeah. She's, well, yeah, that's coming your way. Mm-hmm. Either way, it just always makes me nervous when radio people say, that's it, I'm, I'm running. Because it does, after a while, make you feel like everybody's dumb and you can do this. I, I know for a fact I shouldn't ever consider it. But you think back, did, is that how Ronald Reagan felt? I mean, like when yes. he decided to run? I think you get and to he a, wound up knowing what the hell he was doing, obviously. <laughs> but I mean, you get to he a, was approached. Well, I mean, there's guys who are saying that, uh, you know what? Well, I think we can do something with this. He was running the... Uh, uh, Governor. Well, before that, he was running the Motion Picture Academy. Yeah, president of the he was president SAG. of everything, and they're like, "This guy's got it." And he, you know, had that whole leadership thing going. And so, you know, it was a natural transition at that point in California to say, oh, "Got the look. I can. I'm an incredible speaker." I think when you articulate well and you start having like logical answers to things, you start overblowing what you can do. Other than you know the trend of saying, "Well, what's the proper?" steps for someone to get into politics well, it does know. come from every yeah, walk but you, but you think the uh, a commonality a lot of times is coming from uh, being a lawyer right well but look you just don't want anybody in in radio all of a sudden feeling like these opinions that they've been spouting are answers for anything I, i've got them and a lot of times they do make sense but this is not something i could like i'm a moron there's no possible way that this is and again, what I am is an incredible bull artist. I, I, I can articulate a topic and speak on it and sound like it's good and come up with a logical, like the, like the lowest fruit seems like the easiest answer. And then once you start getting into the real math, I'm lost. But like the Popham thing, that makes sense. Yeah. Somebody smart could probably roll in and go, you can't just do that. And the cops that emailed, like this guy. That's not how the system works. Well, it is how the system works, but then... Because it's too hard to put the toothpaste back in the tube to just get back to, well, pop them. 
<laughs> you, you, there's too many laws and things I don't know about that are like, well, if we pop them, then we're in trouble. And I'm like, oh, all right. Because this copy mail, and he says, uh, you guys have hit it. Uh, you guys have hit on all of this. There's a law for driving, Title 283511. If you're driving without a license, you lose your vehicle for up to 20 days to impound. Uh, if I stop someone who's illegal, I look at them and tell them, good luck, and go to the next traffic stop. It isn't worth my time and effort to even get into it. So there's where the pop thing just goes away, where you're like, I've got you can't stop months of, of uh, you know, work to do if I just pull this guy over with, you know, bad taillights and I find out, oh, great. He's got no license. He's illegal. He's all right. Uh, move on. I try not to hit anything. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I still say pop him. I'm with you. Because I. It's it, it. This is my logic. The '80s rock and roll was fun for a minute, and then just got too convoluted with who can play fastest. Yeah. And what fixed it was three chord melodies. Nirvana came along and said, "Calm down on your guitar solos." And dun, 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 dun. I'm like, "Oh yeah, we like simple stuff. Go back to the basics." It's the same thing as pop them. Like, wait a minute, we got all convoluted with these these speedy solos. Let's eliminate all those and just pop them. But now you got feelings involved, and that's women's fault. Ladies, you're the ones who caused that. Back when we were in charge of all this stuff, there were no feelings. We didn't sit back and go, but they've been here since they were four, and they haven't... Okay, blah, blah, blah. Everything used to be kind of just paperwork. Now we've got their emotions involved. These people, these families have worked so hard. Like, okay. We got broad emotions in, and basically what started to happen was guys like Brett were saying, pop them, and their wives were like, how can you talk about people like that? And then guys like Brett were going without pussy for about three weeks, and they started going, all right, what, what is your theory again? Because I'll just fall in line. I ain't popping it again. Yeah, I'm not getting popped. So I, I, I came around to her way of thinking. They started to hold that vagina hostage, and the next thing you know, guys are like, well, maybe we shouldn't just pop them. That's why they're working on RoboCops. <laughs> right, right. Well, that's the key to it all, is emotionless police. License and registration, please. <laughs> I don't have a license or my registration at all. Jesus Christ! Adios mio! License and registration, now? please. Yeah, Pialini's is shooting lasers at him. He's got a cop now. I'm sorry, you will be eliminated. Did you hear about him? He go out there, he cops pull him over, a big robot cop shot him in the head with laser beam. Pop him. (laughs) I'm fine with that. And that seems to be, uh, you know, I, I don't suffer stupid too well. And I watch a lot of OP live. And I feel like that would be better for the cops if we just gave them that juice. Just to kind of incapacitate somebody who's acting like a jackass with a freeze beam. That's what we should be inventing. Not tasers and whatever. Non-lethal freeze beams that when people are like, You had no right to pull me! And then they just sit there for like 15 minutes dead frozen. You put them in the back of a squad car, they wake up in a jet like, You shouldn't have been acting like an idiot. I popped you. Just, you know, I don't know, maybe it's... Now everybody's screaming and yelling about getting pulled over. Just don't get pulled over. If you get pulled over, you did something wrong most of the time. I don't know. It seems so easy. It all seems so easy. Hey, you know what doesn't seem easy? This is the greatest story of all time. I had to look three times to make sure this was real. New York Post did it. 
I looked at it in the Atlantic. Uh, two other news sources, CBS uh, had it. And then uh, some other uh, local newspaper had it. And then I saw it on a thing called Lad Bible. Conjoined twins reveal one of them has a boyfriend despite them sharing a vagina. What? So the one on the right. How do it work? Yeah, look, well, I'll tell you because I read about them. I, I searched them out. So here's, here's the two girls, uh, Lupita and Carmen Andrade or Andrade. There they are, right? All right. One of them is kind of full size, and the other one's just like half a sister growing out of her rib cage, right? But the one that's growing out of her rib cage controls the right leg. I looked at it and saw the headline, Conjoined Twins Reveal One of Them Has a Boyfriend Despite Sharing a Vagina, which sort of, to me, means both of them have a boyfriend, but the one on the right's such a <laughs> that it doesn't even matter. He just, he just, just dating, Can't stand he's him. He's just dating one. So these two... What could that be? So here's the fun of it. The one on the right controls the right leg. So when it's time to spread them, the one girlfriend just sits there like, mm. they're not dating. This guy's got to get out of there. We're not letting Lex Steele in there. How do you suppose they met, Brady? Oh, no. They're not. She's going to be crossing that. <laughs> yep. the, the leg she controls is going over the top of the other thigh. How do you think that, how did they meet a conjoined twin? How do you, how does the fella fall for a conjoined twin? And by the way, they can never be separated because internally they're they're too tied together, so you can't too high risk. They're functioning like it's it's it's, yeah, it's a pretty good die system if they're separated. Oh, yeah, because they got organs they share. I think half of a lung. The vagina obviously is the thing, and they can't they can't cut them apart. But this would be an unbelievable case because uh, if the one says yeah, I'm good, and the other one says no, that's rape. Oh yeah, mm. they like to say because it it's the same vagina. So who gets say? Yeah. So it's a pretty accommodating sister to have there going, yeah, I don't like him, but go at it. And then she's got to watch but the... But then she could turn. She could watch the blowjobs and stuff. Everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, man. Think about that if you're that close. Just Getting watching, hit in the face whoa, with a... Yeah. <laughs> watching oh. your sister's face just mash into pube form and you're just sitting there <laughs> to the side of it going... <laughs> you're just <laughs> pissed at her. See what you've done? We have a rosebud now. <laughs> Well, you were in control of the butthole that day. This is your fault. So anyway, the two of them take trips and stuff, and on all the pictures, they just kind of crop out the How sister they... that doesn't exist. They met. What site's that on? i got to pull it they up for met. Brady. Uh, well, you can go to New York Post. You can okay. just, just Google search uh, Lupita and Carmen Andrade, A-N-D-R-A-D-E. Uh, I'll just read it. They're quite literally inseparable with a, por- a pair born as conjoined twins who are fused at the torso. They refuse to let their unique circumstances slow them down. Uh, they work, play, and even date despite their condition. The pair can never be separated uh, because of their internal structures, including the same reproductive system. Uh, surgery is way too risky. It also makes them the concept uh, makes the concept of dating rather interesting. With Lupita identifying as asexual, and the other one not. There, there they are at the beach in a kind of a made good <laughs> bikini top. What the hell is going on? Anywho. Uh, so the one girl likes fellas, and the other one's asexual. So the one on the right's like, I'm not even interested, but I got this vagina, and my sister wants to use it, so go at it. So uh, her lover, uh, Carmen's, Carmen's lover, is Daniel. And Daniel, oh, there's like Daniel. Yeah, Daniel's got some issues. Daniel's yeah. on. They Imagine met on Thanksgiving. Daniel brings. <laughs> That's coming home, and you got to act all right with it. Yeah, well, my dad would not have had that if I brought a conjoined twin home. What are you doing? Well, my dad's first question would be like, so the little weird thumpy one watches you guys? (laughs) I I know you can't be separated, but will somebody cut me in half? (laughs) 
<laughs> so Daniel uh, was on Hinge, the dating app. Really? And sees this hot girl at the beach doing stuff. And she'd cropped out her sister, but she never really made it uh, a secret. Uh, she said, I never tried to hide the fact I'm a conjoined twin. Good luck doing that. What, are you going to put drapes over half of you? <laughs> Uh, I I, uh, got a lot of messages from guys who have fetishes, which surprised me. Those filters are getting out of hand now if you can cut a whole yeah. person out. <laughs> that surprised you? Yeah. It surprised you? You some, know what yeah, you look yeah. like. Wait a second. Your picture, there wasn't another person attached to you. <laughs> There's all Harry the Potter over here. Yeah, and he looks, looks like Harry Potter, but they crop her out of all their dating pictures because she's not really participating. There's a childhood photo. Uh, she said, I knew right off the bat Daniel was different from the others because he didn't lead with a question about my condition. Anybody who doesn't lead with a question about your condition is a weirdo. Yeah. That is question one. If you're a conjoined twin and he seems like he's not like concerned about it, he's oblivious. I always remember um, in the Guinness book, Chang and oh, Ann yeah, the, Bunker, yeah. Yeah. they both did, both married, and they had like seven children. Yeah. How do you do? Yeah, I don't know. Says, uh, the, she says, I had social anxiety. I ended up canceling dates at the last minute, but I felt so calm on my way to Daniel. Carmen revealed the pair have discussed taking their relationship to the next level. Uh, we've been together for two and a half years, and we've discussed getting engaged, but we want to live together first. Daniel and my sister get along great. When Daniel sleeps over, I fall asleep, and they sit and talk all night. What the? <laughs> what the? Impossible. <laughs> Carmen revealed that she does get the pangs of guilt as she wants to spend so much time with her boyfriend, so the couple do their best to make her sister feel included. Well, you got no options. <laughs> you got to include her whether she wants to be or not. There's going to be a fallout. We come oh, up man. with compromises. Oh, this is going to be an ugly fist fight that I would pay to watch. Uh, anyway, she will choose where we go out to dinner. That's what they, they let the lump hanging off the side choose dinner. And like. You get to eat tonight. Do they both eat? It's the same stomach. If you got the same tummy, like when I eat, is it like you get full? So do you get the two for one riblets? And no. and it's, is it only a one one for that or what? I, you know I mean, what? I mean, and they don't go to Twin Pinks every time. Twin Pinks. <laughs> Twin Pinks is a dirty bar. Don't talk like that. I'm pretty sure there's like you know fine-tuned writing at the bottom of a coupon that says two for ones. Don't apply to. Double people. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Conjoined twins, not a two for one. One stomach. They're always a two for one, but one tummy, and you got to prove it. Uh, the two women share the same vagina, but have different views on relationships. Questions were raised about uh, what a life would look like with Daniel down the track, and Carmen had a simple answer. Both Daniel and I love kids, but we don't want any of our own. Oh, Thank smart there. God. Lapita and I can't get pregnant. They also have endometriosis. So they ain't got to listen to her complain about her cramps all the time. Man. We're in a hormone blocker that prevents us from menstruating. Well, there's a plus. They don't, <laughs> their one vagina doesn't have a period. Daniel so had his Daniel found that out. Pros like, and cons. My question is, how bad did Daniel's last girlfriend mess him up? That See, now here's the thing. Let's say, Brady, let's say you and Ronnie break up. Doesn't Ronnie win if your next girlfriend's a conjoined twin? Like, isn't isn't she like, like, isn't it like, wow, I dodged that loony. Like, doesn't it make you look worse to, like, start fetishy weirdo if you bring a conjoined twin into the Facebook page and your new love? 
I don't think so. I, think I do. Yeah. But I know that if Ronnie started dating a conjoined yeah, it twin, does. it would be hours and hours and hours and hours of fun for this show. <laughs> she left I'll make you. that happen. She left you <laughs> for a Siamese twin. <laughs> oh, my sweet Jesus. If there's a God in heaven, make it a thing. Would it bother you? I mean, if it was Megan. Like, if she know, started banging a conjoined twin yeah, and left would me, like, would it bother me? <laughs> I'd walk into a wood chipper. Would you think of like, what was I doing wrong? And it would have nothing to do with jealousy or anything else. I can't live on this planet. You, were, you would look at it like jokes? you were doing the work of two guys. I, the, the, I don't care about No, Jeez. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. There we go. If they had one dick. Like, if they've got a duo dick, I'm like, all right, I can't compete with that dude. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> But if it's just one dick and just like a dude hanging out like a 45-degree angle guy that lives on the other guy, and she left for that. They're loaded. I, I, look, fine. I still couldn't, I could not take the jokes that I know were floating about me forever. Forever. I, I, that She can go live her life. I'm not even upset about that anymore. I just know you guys. And, and it would be real, and it would, it would be a, a <laughs> relentless attack, whether I'm here or not. It would just, and I would deserve it. Your wife leaves you for conjoined twins. You are the, you are the butt of every you joke You would have ever. so much fun. I mean, it would be tough at first. <laughs> no, I would, there, would be the, not, there wouldn't be at second, because I'd be dead. There would be four Netflix specials. Right, and I would be the one that... I'd be the, the miserable cuck in the back going, she left him for these guys, and be like, yeah, I don't get it either, but I'm about to go into the... I'm going to go stand in traffic. I've met someone. Oh, my God. Actually, someone and a half. What's going on? Do you want to meet my new man? Sure. What's that thing hanging off his side? Is it? Why is he going to dial a ride? You left me for a guy in a dialer. You left me for a guy in a dialer ride with a 43, 45 degree guy hanging off the side of him. Welcome your opener for Chris Titus. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> Christopher Titus's life looks like a, a Rockwell painting. I'm not dating the one on the left. You, the the mother f- you are, and he's always with you dating him. Anyway, conjoined, conjoined, conjoinas, <laughs> conjoined twins, share a vagina, but not a man. Come on. And again, I beg it begs the question, what the f*** is going on? That's a headline in multiple news sources. I got to talk to Daniel. And that dude's a freak. There's something wrong with him. It, it, all the women on Hinge, that's the one he went with. And then she's like, oh, by the by, I have a sister growing out of my side. I'm like, oh, okay, that's no big deal. Well, immediately a red flag that that guy doesn't see that as a big deal. In it for the followers, man. <laughs> so Jacob Herrera says, I'll ask for Brett. Is the one who picks food a caniac? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and then they just uh, the only thing I thought of was the blowjob. Because well, when they're intimate. You said one's asexual, right? Yeah, but she's still got to sit and watch She's still got to take it. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> she's got to take it. I mean, it. she does. It's, well, there's trouble. share it. Brett, that's called sharing. <laughs> you can't be selfish with it. Sometimes she gets to use it. Sometimes you get to use it. What if one liked the other way, though? Then what, what do you lesbians? do? Lesbians? Yeah. So you, one's you got one, trouble yeah. brewing. Then you split One's listening to us and one's listening to Katie KB. I mean, what do you do then? Yeah. What if they're, yeah, they're tasting music camp? Well, remember the two that were conjoined at the head and the one wanted to be a country star and they'd go on Jerry Springer all the time. And she's in that cowboy hat. And the other one hated it. shirts. But they were mashed together at the eye. Ugh. 
Uh, there's, to me, the, yeah, the, the deal is, is yeah, Lori and Dory. Dory. Yeah. yeah. And one of them was a country music star. You can find them all over the place. And that was creepy. She finally said, all right, I'm in. And they put a horse head on her when she wore the cowboy hat. But dudes that date that are the problem. <laughs> and I know, again, people think, don't they deserve love? No, they don't. They got love. <laughs> <laughs> they got love attached to them. Like, let them love each other. What could be fantastic is the other one finds a female lover. Right. And then you got the whole thing. Or yeah. But then guess what's going to happen? Yeah. Daniel's going to fall for the, the singular and the, the, the you know, the, the fork in the road couple. Those, they're going away because you, you bring a, a hot girl into the mix for the second girl and then you got two normals in the room going, I'm going to bang that vagina a little bit. You want to go first? You know, why don't we just cut out the middle man and get rid of these twins and you and I can do this together? This is my lover, Spicy. <laughs> Right. Well, and they dress it up nice, I got to tell you. And they seem to be comfortable walking around the beach and like, what does the other one do while this one's banging? Reads. I mean, sleeps. <laughs> I get reads, tries to get a nap in while her vagina just gets pummeled. Ow, you know that's mine too. <laughs> I mean, if it was, if it, let's say, Brett, you and I are conjoined twins and we're yeah. sharing a dick, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of arguing. No. Like, yeah, no. I'm going to let you ain't sleeping through that. Yeah, I'm going to watch that for a little bit. <laughs> I know she's not mine, but uh, half my dick. I'm getting so it, I, too. I get some of that. You'll be so frustrated because the setup is you can't even, can't, you're not flexible enough to be able to look because you're having you're to be, facing the wrong way. Yeah. Oh, facing the wrong way twin would be the worst. Like those ones from the other day where they're conjoined at the mouth. Oh, ugh. Yeah, but they can't have a boyfriend. It was just a, that was a sea of teeth. Jammed together in one. Yeah. They're married. Both of them? No. Oh, I was going to say. I didn't. I, I'm, I'm not surprised anymore because, like, that yeah. seems to like freaks seem to lead the way. Is any guy who marries? I mean, come on, that's as bad as pedophilia. Any guy who marries a conjoined twin or starts having a relationship with him is mentally. What are you just, looking at? Something's wrong with him. <laughs> How many times? <laughs> what if one like this guy says? What if one loves anal and the other hates it? They share about. Oh man, it's a debate. <laughs> it's a debate. Uh, yeah, you're a freak. But sharing a vagina? I mean, that shouldn't be a headline. Each ever. one's got a can. Each go, yeah, each one's go, well, no, I don't know about that. It looks like it. I think there's a, a middle part. I didn't see any. Well, might be, you I might didn't be see right. any well, they're cans. kind of they're kind of stuck together at the cans. Well, here. You got close ups? Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, there's no each one. Yeah, yeah, can. there. Maybe there's like mm-hmm. a little like where they're where their rib cage is centered, there should be another on each, but there's not. So each of them, ha- like, uh, the, each, yeah. share, each one has a can. The one that looks fully developed, which I, you know, this picture now looks like the other one's the fully developed one. Yeah, the, the smile's throwing me off. Now, in that one, it looks like the like the little right, yeah. master blaster is uh, <laughs> the one on the left. But that, well, you know why? Because that's in a mirror. Oh, oh so, yeah, so there okay, you go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now I go. see. So now we got it. And Daniel likes the fully developed. I, I one. took the hot one. Master, <laughs> Master Blaster is. Uh, Daniel needs to get uh, purchase some cans. <laughs> I mean, when you do a money shot on that, you go eh, and a little for you. And eh, sorry, sharing is caring. I didn't know. I didn't know if you shared the need for. Eh, I'm sorry if I got that on you. Meanwhile, you got the baby bird on one side, and the other one's just putting up her one good hand trying to block the shot. <sighs> Reverse cowgirl again. <laughs> again. Oh, God. Try something new. All right. All right. Come on over here.
<laughs> Reverse Master Blaster is going to bite his ear off one yeah. day when they're making Oh, yeah. No, there's no question. She's got a lot of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, regular cowgirl would be weird because it would look like... Uh, like, you know, somebody losing a rodeo hanging off the side of you. Eight seconds, here I come! <laughs> Literally. <clears throat> anyway, it's just a headline I saw, and I had to read about it. They do a lot of traveling, too. They got long arms. Yeah, yeah. well, one of them does. And then he looks like Harry Potter. Like, the, this magician knows he's getting away with something. He's just, there's something. And the bigger thing for me with this story is what's wrong with that guy. So does each one have control? Like one has control one leg, one has control the other right. leg. So, so same with the arm. I would assume so. What if he likes handies from the other one better? Yeah, she got better hands, smaller hands. Hmm. I think the dude's posing. It's a fake story. No way. He duped the media. Well, you met on Hinge though. Hinge has to have a thing where it's like there has to be like conjointwins.com. Just you know, let's equally met. This is not for look again. They deserve love. Yeah. Not everybody deserves love. Get a dog. <laughs> you get a weird dog with two heads. There's just something weird about the whole world. That That's just not a normal thing. But if you started dating a conjoined twin, we'd never stop. We would never stop. Like, it, at first we would be quiet because I think we'd all be stunned. Yeah. And then if, as the, and I would love the stories. Like, on the air, you're talking about, I don't want to talk about it. You're going to talk about this every day. Did you bang your sisters? <laughs> no. <laughs> Which one did you get tonight? What does the other one do while you're... I mean, it would be a never-ending... Str- I would have to be there. I'd have to watch one. I, I've never, I don't want to watch you have sex normally, but with conjoined twins, I want to be in that room taking notes. I'm having a really tough time right now because I left her for her sister. <laughs> right. Well, that happens. We just have more in common. Like, she's left-handed. And <laughs> it's just weird. But again, if, if any of our girls were gone, if, if Matthias was gone, met some conjoined twin at the bar, and left you, it would you'd, it would be a never-ending... Oh, I'd be hanging from the chandelier. Yeah, I'm done. I, I agree. There are certain things. I'd make my own concrete the, shoes. Yeah. I'd be in Lake Mead. This, right. Just done. jump in on your own. I'm good. There's a certain amount of things that can't happen. You couldn't handle that? Nope. <laughs> Not from you, idiots. No way. <laughs> I, I, I fully expect and understand the idea. That uh, Megan should and possibly will find someone better. That exists every single day of my life. I, I encourage it. She deserves that. If Bronnie left me <laughs> for to join no. twins, but could I, I? I don't see that. I mean, sure, it'd be tough, oh, but she left me for better people. <laughs> she needed a group setting. She's a social animal. If, 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 if like, the leader of DuPont comes down and woos Megan and swear, like this makes sense I'll help you move I'd do it too this makes sense he's better than me that's a you should strive for that conjoin twins that's me losing that battle that's I lost there's the there's the two of the connected by the head Dory. what the Dory. hell am I looking at I don't know if that's real or not but somebody just sent that over fired over the fappening Siamese twins perform an oral not the same ones. And the other one's just kind of bobbing along. <laughs> I don't know if that's real or not. <laughs> I don't want that to be real. Look at that spine. It's like Schroeder from the Peanuts. <laughs> no, I don't want to see that. I, I don't know what I'm looking at there. That's not a fetish for me. 
You're not supposed to call them Siamese twins. Conjoined. Yeah, I want to watch conjoined twin fist fights. I'm with uh, Ethan Althaus and I are the same. The second you said that, my brain started to do it, and I want to watch that. The next season of Slap. Oh, just, just crushing each other. And who feels it? But anyway, yeah, I, I, you say you'd survive just fine. You walking out of your car every day into this building would be a nightmare. <laughs> What's that and, door and open? Again, if it turned into God a nightmare. Damn it. Well, it would be yeah. a nightmare immediately. It, you know yeah. it would. I, never. At first, I'd be like, I'm so you... sorry. Oh, nonstop. At first, I'd be compassionate. All right. Yeah. Think of it if it's Toledo. You know, come on. Think of it Toledo. Lisa Bales for conjoined twins. You think we wouldn't make his life hell? Boy, is that no. Guy? Yes, we would. Yes, we would. And He's the got, listeners I want would. Permission first. Okay, Please. this is yeah, funny. We'd have permission after a little while because well, okay. eventually then... it's like we're talking about that, right? His wife became a lesbian, and we give him some guff on that one, even though that's kind of cool. Uh, you know, the dad thing. You know, the most yeah. painful stuff that goes on in this room is hilarious. After a while, conjoined twins. He knows it. <laughs> he comes tooling in here. You know. Hi, Richard. If Lisa left for conjoined hey John, twins. Um, I'm moving to Thailand. <laughs> right, you're yeah. never coming back. Yeah. You can't what's, show what's your face on, here what's again. Going on, buddy? Look, if I stopped showing up, oh, and you're you like, think you'd find out? No, you'd find out after I was exactly. In if you you guys would be like, "Where's John? He didn't show up all week," and they'd be like, "They call and some, you know, hello answers my phone." <laughs> well, it'd be two voices. Well, that's what. Oh, yeah, who is it? You'd hear on the side. Yeah, I No, I have four. Is John around? No, he leave. He go. There's no way. Yeah, and then in my life in Thailand. Can I talk to Megan real quick? Three of us. She busy walking on a shanty. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure Megan's with Siamese twins and John left. (laughs) And even then, you wouldn't even like lament the loss of friendship. You would just celebrate the jokes forever and you should you would never ever sit back and say I miss hanging out with John you'd be like I can't believe what happened to that guy you wouldn't want to hang out with me after that anyway if you were with conjoined twins I'd want to hang out with you and your new girl no you wouldn't no if I if I had Siamese twins if I was if I was conjoined okay if I was left by Oh yeah, 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 and I'm solo now, and I gotta, I gotta conquer the world with like. So what happened to your life? You wouldn't want to hang out with me. You think Matt O'Connell's life was rough after he had his incident on the wrestling mat and became Matt O'Comer? You think his 40 years of trying not to get past the jokes would be? I'm gonna easy? try to pick you up. <laughs> I'm not interested. I just fist fight everybody that looked at me. <laughs> you tried that for how many years, and he blew up at the reunion? Yeah, right? 30 years later. Hey, it's Matt O'Comer. Shut up, you son of a bitch! It still hurt. You think conjoined twin abandonment isn't? I would go right to Bert's Concrete Shoe Store. <laughs> like, yeah, I need a size 12, maybe get some Jordan 1s. I got you. Get some, I get some colorful Jordan 1 concrete, please. Bloosh. Yeah, good bloosh. I'm in. <laughs> it's better than facing society. You, sir, act like you just vowed to revowed to re- You would not. You'd be a miserable. Not a big deal. You'd be a wreck. Hey, Daddy. Cool two-headed Daddy bought me a bike. I hate cool two-headed Daddy. 
your stepdad's two-headed daddy is at like dinners, and you gotta you, you'd be a, you'd be a wreck. And That'd guess be tough. Guess who'd be right behind you? Me, with all the jokes, celebrating how hilarious this is and how happy it isn't me. Yeah, you know it, and you'd be right there with me. God, if Toledo had a guy, then that's where you have to act like you're not as decent as you think you are. Because if Toledo got left for, a, <laughs> Lisa was with a conjoined man. It, were you, you golf you, how many times a week? Sh- that story would be front and center every time you're on the tee box. Brady, you would be the worst one. Every Only time. if the story started getting, you think you got one. You would be the worst. No, no. you would be. When you'd he's be not around, you'd be the worst one. No way. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you met yourself. You, you could. I would tell the story for sure. Oh, you would, you would have. Every- and it's tough to top. <laughs> what are you talking? Don't act for? innocent over there. Where's the story go? Don't act you innocent. Would be <laughs> terrible. With that kind of uh, material, that you, your puns, you'd be out of the way, Kovacs. Yeah, that yeah, guy? Well, yeah. You'd be that, and you'd be off. This is coming from oh, the guy who was asking where the glove jokes. section right. was to I Fred Goldman, exactly. right with you on it. We. we we would make jokes about Toledo having been left for a conjoined twin constantly. You would love There's never a time in your life you'd be like, that's enough. He's been through so much. Like you're trying to portray now. You'd be the no, worst. No, it's not, it's not about that. You'd it's be like only disapp- Toledo is right, though. If it would happen, you know, it's like the odds of anyone coming back. No, I'm gone. And I'm guess what? Exactly. If he goes to Thailand, we don't seek him out. No. All we do is sit back and add Remember that to the, the joke story. pile. I know. <laughs> that he ran from society because why wouldn't you? But I think everyone like Doc <laughs> understands went to, that. Went to Argentina or whatever Doc did. Well, Doc just did it because he got tired of people. <laughs> oh, Not because his girlfriend left him for conjoined. <laughs> he Brady. dropped out of society. The best oh, ever. Every time you see two people too close together. Good thing Toledo's wife isn't here. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be you'd be the biggest dick in the world, and it, it would, would come. It wouldn't constantly. be. Toledo would laugh at Brady that. Brady would look take at those two singular yeah, people. Brady would take on. you know uh, like those peanuts that have a third one. Look, it's Toledo's wife's boyfriend peanut. <laughs> Everything would have anything with extra on. You're it. You're doing like, it already, Dude, of course, because I admit I'd do it. You're saying you would be like uh, you know you'd put on your 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 priest outfit and wander around and not make jokes. You'd be the worst one. I'd put my collar on. God bless Toledo. Yeah, <laughs> he's been through so much. You guys are jerks. Speaking of jerks, have you met Toledo's uh, wife's new husband? That dude is jerks. <laughs> you would be terrible. Uh, this guy, uh, Sean, wants to know, what's worse? Your woman leaving you like Brittany Zamora for a 13-year-old oh. or the conjoined twins? Oh, conjoined twins. Conjoined twins. The 13-year-old had game. We so, saw the text. 13-year-old there. crank. You're yeah. losing and to that point, over conjoined. At some point, the 13-year-old's going to be 30, so you can look back <laughs> right. at the remembrance. And he might be one of those 13. Go, like, my buddy Mark was 13, but he looked like he was 25. It, it, ben Burry. And our, it, there was always class. that one yeah. kid that was 13. You're like, that he's 13? He looks like he's mustache and all. You don't know. Yeah, but she fell in love with a 13-year-old. It's brutal. It's brutal, but conjoined twins is 10 times worse, because now she's <laughs> fetishy and creepy, and, <laughs> and then she's in the news. They don't put, like... Like half of the dude it's doesn't want to be right. Yeah, Brady, but you'd be the worst. Think of it in his I'm, I'm Now I'm rooting for I Toledo. Can't, I Lisa, can't go, think of any jokes yeah. I'd come up yeah. with. Oh, yeah. you. We would come up. You'd be eating meatballs. <laughs> Look, I made Toledo's uh, new boyfriend's whatever. 
smash them together. Think of it in a soprano sense, Brett. The Italians would get around <laughs> over a sandwich and just oh. talk about me all day no, long. Oh, yeah. Stop. Oh, yeah. Stop. That's what we do. Flambe? <laughs> I don't know what you'd come up think with. Think but... so. Said the inner bunny. <laughs> Settle down, Johnny Cakes. <laughs> Settle down. No way. You know what? If, if Lisa left Toledo for conjoined twin, I think I'd probably lose sleep for about six days just writing. <laughs> Joke. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Just stories and... And one-liners and anything I could think of. H and H Ranch would have a oh, new painting. Oh my God! Would it ever draw? The first oh, thing I do is call Jay Todd Himes and go, "Hey, here's a picture of uh, Toledo's wife's new boyfriend. Can I get this with a Barry Wood uh, picture on the end of it?" Picture of Toledo in the back. Yeah, Toledo in the back, looking in the window, cucking it, cucking through. <laughs> it would be never ending. It's already happening, and it's not real. Holding a Boston album. <laughs> this, yeah. Oh. Oh. Listening to Amanda. <laughs> oh my goodness! Come on, please. I'm afraid you'd be terrible. My friend Colin had a stroke on New Year's Day. Less. I mean, Colin, my Colin had a stroke on New Year's Day, and I, I was already in on it. But I was surprised how fast you jumped in on a couple of gags, and I'm like, "That's <laughs> hilarious!" You haven't even said oh, hello. Yeah. Of course, dude had a debilitating, nightmarish month and a half of trying to get his voice back. Sounds like Colin. <laughs> wow, you're right. He's right. Hilarious. Now Colin's better, so it all worked out. Brady, don't act all innocent. Uh, you know you're interested in seeing how Danny bangs Quato. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, look, the first thing I'd want to do is watch. Think of it if your dad brought conjoined twins home. <laughs> Have a lot of fun. A lot of questions. Is your new mom's? Well, the one on the right's not that interested. She just watches the action. You get an automatic spectator in, like that's auto cuck. I find it hysterical, and it's not even. I expect nothing less. Uh, the funnest, the, the best part of the whole thing would be the day we find out. I would show up to work like an hour and a half early, and just sit in the dark in the office and wait for you to come in. And then the second <laughs> you came in, I'd just stare at you. And I know you'd start going, come on, stop. I'm like, say it. You got something. I'm not going to say anything. You shut up. Well, can you believe this? <laughs> oh, my God. You got a BOGO. I knew you were going to do something. <laughs> I don't think I'd be awful. You'd be the reason the guy left for Thailand. You and I both. Oh, yeah. Like I said beforehand, if yeah. as soon as that's a spark... Out of here. Yeah, oh my See you, boys. God. The second what I did. Toledo? Did you hear about good, the Toledo triad? He had a good thing going. Even if she had, like, a, like if we were in San Diego. And there he goes. She, yeah, yeah, the there Toledo triad. Get on. Devil's pitchfork. <laughs> the, uh, like, if she just had, like, a one time fling with a Siamese twin. You do be never ending jokes. Uh, forever. Come on, you know that. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. Brett would just be disgusted the whole time. Oh man! But yeah, I would. I would actually. My first call would be Toledo. You need to get out of town. <laughs> you can't be here anymore. You, you don't tell need. me that. I know. You're like you know. I'm already on the plane. I'm like, yeah, good for you. Good for I you. couldn't bring a crazy loon to Brett's house on New Year's <laughs> yeah. Eve. You think I'm? <laughs> that is no way to talk you about your. It? And that's true too. <laughs> that is because you were like, I can't show can't this bitch to my friends. <laughs> They'll never There's hear the no end way. of it. Yeah. And even still, you had a few moments when you had that crazy loon move out, but her kids stayed, and her kids' friends stayed. different crazy I know. Loon, but yeah. <laughs> we don't let you forget that one either. 
You ran a hostel for the youth that this lady brought to your home, and then you broke up with her, and the kids were there. That's how magic it was. I don't know how that happened. You've had a couple of incidents. Now, imagine a 45-degree person sticking out of the side of that woman. Toledo, we'd never, ever end it. Thank you. Oh, that would be great for the show. Sorry. uh, Hey, everybody. It's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's not here today. His wife left him for conjoined twins, so we're never going to hear from him again. He's on a spirit flight to Thailand right now. He's he's swimming to anywhere. (laughs) I'm dying over here again. Lung butter going. Shared vagina. (laughs) But I think immediately, if you're a guy dating conjoined twins, this is not romantic. You should be thrown in jail. That's worse than banging kids. Especially if, like, the deal with conjoined twin sex is they both have to be thumbs up on the deal. And the fact that the news story says the other one's not interested, that you can't, that's, you're out. Like, everybody's in. Like, that picture you showed me, the the one girl performing oral and the other one just kind of going along for the ride. Like a piggyback ride, a blowjob. Color. This guy's calling Brady out. Everybody Uh knows Brady second one. Brady finds it hysterical on succession that one of the characters, uh, you know, ended up eating his own after making out with a prostitute that just did him. And uh, they tease him constantly about it. That's just brutal! And he loves it. His big fat smile. I know I'd love to be in that situation. <laughs> the second one. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say that. The one from Monty? Yeah. This Brady asked a guy whose son was murdered by OJ for the glove section. He's trying to act like he's above making fun of Toledo. His blood pressure must be low. Get him some <laughs> meth. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Hey, Goldman. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even above that. I'm just saying I wouldn't, I wouldn't be ending my life on that. No, you should because we'd end it for you. Your life ends. I, I know Your what life would happen. Then. You know. If that were me, and I was going out with conjoined twins or whatever, yeah, I'm expecting it would First stop off, hearing. We're it not from friends you guys. anymore. You start dating conjoined twins because I think you're a deviant. I'm not hanging around that. Now you're there's something wrong with you if you date conjoined twins. Something's wrong with you, and I don't want to be around anymore. That might make a little sense. <laughs> now, Ronnie leaves you for conjoined twins, and you keep coming in here. You're dead. You're done. You are a target for life. Just know, and I know that. Yeah, well, then you're an idiot for coming back into the fire. Right. You should just fly to Thailand with Toledo. Well, you figure, you know, I could probably handle it for you a can't. while. You can't. Hey, at least yeah, my yeah, ex-wife had an ex-husband between me right. and, and the new Yeah, before one. she left yeah. Yeah. men, there was someone she tested team. one yeah. more ride. Yeah. And then, yeah, then and she he just... He confirmed yeah. it. Yeah. So and at he, least I, I can shake that one off. Smashed down that even replacement dick wasn't going to stop her from going down that road. <laughs> Toledo made her think about it. The next guy said, nope, you're a lesbian. So it wasn't your... You were just one of the yeah. steps yep, yep. to get across yep. the stream yep. to the island of Lesbos. Yeah, maybe a little time in the joint helped out. It's like Giannis said last night. Was it a failure no, it's steps to success. It, yeah, I was a yeah, step on the way to success. Yeah, it was her. a failure. It's a failure. <laughs> In the end, you're just like, oh boy, how did I not see that? I knew it because she always licked me down there. She was doing it wrong. <laughs> She's moving stuff to the side. And Can't get her out of there. Pinching skin together and trying to make creases. I'm like, what is she doing? What's going on? <laughs> she keep pinching my thighs into a crease for <laughs> Why do you keep. That's not a thing. We should bring out a marker and draw one on. 
The signs were there. But yeah, we gave you some heat on that, but that What's wasn't with the flannel shirts. Yeah, we've yeah. <laughs> what are you a lumberjack now? I love this flannel so much. I'm telling you, half of the closet fits yeah. that bill. I can't tell which side of the closet's mine anymore. <laughs> right. This is all stuff I'd wear. Anyway. Brady and self righteous nonsense. What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. That makes me wish Toledo's chick would leave. Or even Megan gets off and says, <laughs> I'm just like, all right. Now be nice to me. No way. And maybe to my face, like, I'm sorry you're going through this. But then when you and Brett have a moment and, and you bang I'm into each other. A joke, a, I should be able to crack a joke in front of you. You wouldn't at first. You basically admit Well, it. sure. At first. <laughs> well, then, then well, there goes your theory. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Wow. I mean, Eventually. I but I'm talking at first. In the first 15 minutes or so. No, the first, until you realize I can either. And I wouldn't be with around you, long enough. I wouldn't be around long enough. With most of us. Oh, no, you wouldn't do it with me. You wouldn't do it with me. game on just nope. about pretty. Nope. First day, I come in with that information and you start joking. I just start to pum. I start a pummeling. I'm not the same person anymore. It's not leaving for something normal. Join twins? You've entered an altered reality. I can't function as a human being with this. I'm not I'm not the same me. Well, then you're going to have to. <laughs> no, I'm not. You're going to bleed. <laughs> Shut your mouth. I wouldn't be the same guy. I, I could not. You've seen that happen to dudes when, you know, their life collapses and, like, the, she leaves for somebody and they're like, oh, my God. And he's sitting in this apartment and he shows up and he's like, he's a different guy. Sometimes this conjoined twin. I just want to let you know, I'm dating conjoined twins. I'm not going to use any names. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, like That'll I can't, like I can't find That'll that in three minutes. <laughs> Which set of these eight conjoined twins here are, in Arizona? Yeah, there's like two in the nation. <laughs> like I'm dating one of them. Well, two of them, but one of them. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm protecting them. I wouldn't come back in this room. It's it's hilarious. It's fun. You guys have at me. Oh, it was your punch festival. And I'd be mean. I, I, there wouldn't be an ounce of me that would be fun anymore at all. You know what happened to me. And the listeners, you sons of bitches, would ne- we'd be. Look at the Nathan Sutherland jokes that come in. That's seven Still, years old. Yeah. Jesus Christ. We love that stuff. I'm instantly posting pictures of us, couple shots on Instagram. Double all exposure, the too, so you look normal. <laughs> Looking forward to the great comments. Let me jump on some of these jokes, uh, Brady. You doing doggy style with some conjoined twins? Tell me the first thing you aren't yelling is Spartacus. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Running into hey, when Holmberg's wife has sex with a Hydra, is uh, we look- all right, Brady? That's enough. Can you stare him in the eyes? The punching would never end. <laughs> Whose eyes do you look into while you're down there blowing that one guy? <laughs> Stop talking about her. Here's, here's a guy with some issues. With conjoined twins, great. Now I get to disappoint two women at once right, during man. sex. Only one vagina, though. I can I can disappoint one vagina. I'm good at that. Oh, my God. Just you and you. I would be nice to him, crap, or everything would be just fine. You if you came strolling, I would... Just another day. I, I, I see you come to work, see you walking in, and like, that motherfucker's going to show his face? He needs to... I'm going to go stop this. What are you doing? Nothing. It's like when OJ does his tweets, you're like, do you not realize who you are now? Stop acting like everything's normal. It's not. Juice, it's Brady. Yeah. Hello, Twitter world. Do you hear about Brady's? Like, Juice would make fun of you. Like, Juice, and, he'd, and everybody would be like, did your Juice of Brady? He was so right. <laughs> I don't see him up for Brady. His wife left him for a twins, man. I've chopped some stuff in half before, but I just, I wouldn't. 
I would cut half of that man in half. I guess John was just half the man she needed. It would be never ending. And you wouldn't be wrong. But I would be somewhere far, far away. My name would be Nicholas. I'd be a corn farmer in Thailand. I don't know. And what if a year later it didn't work out? You know, you moved on. You're like, boy. Moved on. I'm never going to move on. We lasted a year. Now this guy. We split. Cement shoes. Uh, Cement Jordan. Yeah, oh, Cement Jordan. (laughs) You've moved on. It was just a phase, man. Did I dig up... Chat GPT Freud and get some super help because there's no getting over that. A year later, I'm back in the game. Forget it. I got tell me about your ex. So much PTSD. I'm dating again. I couldn't even see like, oh man, forget it. I couldn't even like. Twins would walk by, be like, that's it. I gotta kill. What's this guy gonna do, Daniel? Yeah, well, there's something wrong with him. Again, if if you guys started dating conjoined twins, you'd be fired, and I wouldn't want you around. It's just I can't have. We use you until it was too much, and like we got to get rid of this freak. Christmas parties? Yeah, no, 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 no. You wouldn't be invited to anything at all. Gross. Yeah. All I'm curious about is the money shot. That's it. I'd ask one question and be done, and we're out. Do you feed them both, or what goes on? No, the one on the right hates it. Uh, Lupita doesn't like it in the face. No, she likes to read while I bang that shared thingy. <laughs> Took a swing at me the other night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she was sleeping during sex, and then I started getting a little rough. You know, they share a, so I couldn't really get too <laughs> on there. That's you going to introduce them to your mom? <laughs> oh yeah, my mom wants to meet them. I bet she does. When we Facetime, I just, oh, just lit. even they only see me. Right. It's plural. It's, it's like, weird. It's like a Batman call. I do two Facetime. <laughs> <laughs> She's got one. Uh, You're an idiot. Everybody, Bray's a liar. I don't know where this came that I, I wouldn't be joking about it. You, yeah, I would. You be. said you that. said you would. You said no, you wouldn't. I'm saying I, not at first. I'm like, <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. You'd be the worst one. All of us would be gun shy right off the bat when he's around, but he wouldn't be around. So day one, we would be evil. It's the only way we know how to deal with stuff. Anyway. Unlike this Daniel guy who's all over the news today, pounding that shared vagina. I wonder what his buddies are doing. Well, he doesn't have any friends. You know what they're doing. Yeah, I know Absolutely. what they're doing. I know what they're doing. They're yeah. like, Daniel's crazy. Don't hang They're out. in private chat rooms talking all about him. Oh, yeah. Oh. Paul Sura's memes and... Oh, forget it. He'd be the butt of all the jokes. Once conjoined twins enter your life, it's... It's over. It takes a special person. No, it doesn't. It takes a, a deranged lunatic that should be thrown in jail. They deserve one. No, they don't. They've got each other. That's Brady's what it that say. crooked lid, crooked No, pot he's not. Guy. Brady's not that. Brady is more like snobby and, than me. He's as bad as I am. Daniel needs that. love, John. Creepy, weird couples. He points them out just as quick as I do. They still need love. The old meth mouth over there. Right, Toledo. Doing some still damage on that guy. You think between them they got a full set of teeth? Brady's still a believer that, like, the hate says it when he sees our concerts. Look at that one, the old Black and Decker Pecker Wrecker in that mouth. <laughs> All right, Brady, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, don't act like you don't. <laughs> we meet some people and you're immediately judgy, just like John. The difference is you don't like it called out. 
Some dude walked up to us with conjoined twins and wanted to shake hands. You're an interesting couple. <laughs> of three. Thruple, I guess. Anyway, don't date Siamese twins. And don't call them that. Just don't. Just don't interact with those. It's just nothing but trouble. If we went golfing and you brought Siamese twins, what are you doing? What are you doing? They're normal. No, this isn't normal. We're now the back tents at Circus Circus. What are you doing? And then it would just be for the jokes. That's why you don't have any Siamese twins friends. You had that one couple that brought theirs in, the conjoined twins. Yeah. That was just Here? weird. Yeah. Oh, really? People down the street from them had them. They were nice people. But I, that was Where crazy. were they attached? <laughs> Middle. <laughs> Just like this one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. They were like a Y. Yeah. The and they're in the middle of uh, basically deciding, trying to do which the operation, go. finding yeah. a doctor. To, they didn't make uh, it. Separate no, I don't think either of them did, did no, they? No, they didn't make it. I don't it. think so. And to, honestly, okay. Sounds terrible, but... You know, okay. They're very know. sweet when they're in... Oh, super. They're nice. little kids. They didn't yep. know. I, I couldn't do it. John, even if I, I start growing a little lump on my side, I'm like, that's enough. I'm a, I'm a freak. I can't. Doctor Pimple Popper. What <laughs> yeah, is I mean, that? If I had one of those hanging off the side, I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to make it through. You life. don't want Cohagen growing out of you? <laughs> no, I get, I get, yeah, I get total recall. Start popping up. My Mike's Hard Lemonade shows up on my shoulder. I'm like, that's enough. I'm done. John, how about this? What length of time, if Megan left you for Ugh. the conjoined twin, Ugh. it fizzles out, doesn't work, she, she comes back. Him. She comes back to your door, banging on oh, your door. See, immediately I tell You're you You're back in. There is no door to bang on. <laughs> Goodbye, freak show. There's a tombstone or maybe where I was spread out. There's Brent, no... You'd be, you'd be back. I'd, no. be, out, I'd nope. be at the bottom of Lake Mead. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I'd be wearing concrete vans. Yeah. Brett's people can't like let each other know that a dude blew another dude without going up to Vermont. Yeah. And flambe. Like you can't. The flambe thing. If you imagine conjoined twins, it would be never ending. There would be no door to bang on for her to come back to. I would be uh, disappeared. I'd be gone. Make my own witness relocation thing, or I'd just be ended. It's over. I can't live with that. Can't do it. My faith won't allow me. To kill yourself? No, to date, though. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) It won't? No. You're not allowed to date them? Because you're cheating on one of them. Are you? Well, yeah. Not if they're sharing? Not if they're sharing of a job. It's giant. ironic yeah. that we're talking well. about this today. What? Jerry Springer is dead. Jerry Springer just died. Oh, my God. And we attribute to him for the last 20 we minutes. We had one last show. How about that? It posted like three minutes ago. Unbelievable. Was it because our conversation was just... <laughs> I was wondering. Or did his wife leave him for conjoined twins and he offed himself? Jerry's gone. Died peacefully at his home in suburban Chicago. Surrounded by midgets and people throwing up on each other. Well, there you go. Well, that's a... How old is he? 79. 79. Oh, wow. Self-admitted destroyer of American culture. <laughs> Did he say that to He's us? The, he said it to just about anybody who would ask. I admit that I am the problem that, was, that created the mess we're in with culture. I introduced America to too many things... And made them interested in too, too much nonsense. And then it spiraled out of control. It's true. Well, Jerry Springer's gone. That's right. Brett, what do you have on the Big Board of Musical Treats in honor of our uh, friend Jerry? and The mayor of Cincinnati. How many conjoined twins uh, that he brought into our lives? Wait. In fact, Lori and Dory were on Jerry Springer. That's where I saw them first. The country singer and the one facing the wrong way. 
Uh, Wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. They're going to get you out on the trails this weekend. Whether you're conjoined or not, they're going to get you out <laughs> A there. bicycle built for two, That's right, right, Brady? Yeah, they could do that. <laughs> so you, you need to uh, share one seat. <laughs> Oh, you're not sure what you need. You can go there and rent a bike. You can uh, you can purchase. You can get your bikes repaired. You can get pretty much anything else you need done over there. ActionRideShop.com is where you can go as well as checking out the uh, socials. And uh, before uh, we move on, the guy, the comments on the New York Post version of the conjoined story. This guy Jesse, this guy emailed me. This is the best comment. It says, "You telling me this dude has to deal with two annoying women and only gets to have sex with one vagina? Time to move on, bro. Send him a group text and break up." <laughs> <laughs> Does she have her own phone, or do they share a phone? That's a good point. That's, that's a lot of questions. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, a lot of it. A lot of it comes. Well, somebody requested uh, "Kiss Crazy Crazy Nights" for Ace Frehley's birthday, and uh, it, dude, he wasn't even in the band then. That's when Kiss was its best. Yeah, <laughs> when Ace wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of it going back to our earlier conversation. So you got Genesis, Illegal Alien, up oh, yeah. there. Rammstein, uh, <laughs> of course. Yep. Il Nino, I'm Loco. And then you got uh, Sepultura, Ghost Inside, Slipknot, Deftones, Ministry, Lamb of God. Two Life Crews, Pop That Coochie. Yeah, Pop That Coochie's on there. The Sensitive Group. <laughs> Metallica. Yeah. yeah. Falling in reverse. Uh, Watch. I don't care. Whatever you want to do. Throw it up there. We can do a little. John, you've you said know? there's only one fix for you if that happens. What? Death. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, there's tons of stuff I'd kill myself over. That's I didn't realize how high on the list it was until I read it. I'm like, well, I'd kill myself. Like, not, there was no debate on what I could also have right. It's not happening. Oh, no. I'd, I'd, I'd slowly butter knife my head off. <laughs> like, there's no reason for me to enjoy any more of this. And then have you on the other line making it worse. Things will get better. Like, Shut up. Shut up. Just, are you sawing your head? It's been days. Yes, I am. I'm separating my head from my body before I separate that that 45-degree man from the dude banging my wife. How about this conundrum, John? You've hey, got Master con- Blaster. You've exactly. got conjoined, conjoined Hildes, but mm. only one of them has had a baby. What is that? They can't because they're sharing, they're sharing the same. sharing a vagina. Yeah. Well, in this case, they are. You've got double vaginas? In this case, they're not, yeah. You don't date conjoined twins, <laughs> and you certainly don't go, she's the hottest. Con- she's a hot conjoined twin. The part of being conjoined twin immediately negates the hot part. She's so hot. Who? Which the one? girl behind the conjoined twins? No. <laughs> You're a freak, and I don't want to be friends with you anymore. Sorry, Siamese twins. Not sexy. Shouldn't be to anyone. Don't be offensive, conjoined twins. That's what I said, didn't you I? You said Siam. Oh. I don't know. The Ironically, Siam was Thailand, so that's where I'd that's be. That's where you'd be. Just go find more of them. Start cutting. Anyway. Uh, yeah, well, let's play some Kiss for the. What? We never play Kiss. I've never, never, never thought that that would no. come out of yes. your mouth. No, we're gonna not play that a little song. Kiss. Oh my God! Yeah, I'm not. You, you pick an Ace well, Freely version. That's not an Ace Freely yeah. song. It's Ace's uh, birthday. All right, I'll go see where Christine. And since the Freak Show, love Jerry gun or something. Jerry, love Gun's not bad. Jerry Springer's gone, and uh, nothing screamed uh, stupid and ruining public uh, perceptions of the way America runs like Kiss and Jerry Springer. So it's perfect that we lose. Gene would be happy. Gene would be thrilled. I'm getting paid. Five more cents into my bank account. Also, I've had sex with conjoined twins over 25,000 times. (laughs) Well, 12,000. It's multiplied by two. Now people want to hear a Juicy Fruit song. (laughs) What's that? Remember the double? Oh, it's the double mint. Double mint. All right. And again, it's creepy. Having sex with twins is incest. I don't 
don't want to be friends with you either. And that's the same thing people are saying. What if it was two Dua Lipas? Look, it's, it's, if they're hanging off each other, it's immediately unattractive. <laughs> One sideways, the other. It, it's just Dua Lipa is not hot if there's an attached person to her, like sticking out of her, and they share a vagina and like half of a. Th- no, you can't. There's no. There's not oh, enough man. smoke show in the world to stick another body on it and go. How about now? No deal breaker. Like, I don't even want a girl with a fast-back butt. Oh, yeah. Out. Let alone a person without a butt hanging out of a rib cage. I wonder how, like, life insurance works. Is it yeah. two policies? I don't know. I don't know what kind of company's both. covering that. Yeah. You are high risk. They're in good hands. They come down They come down and do a blood test and go, well, we're not covering you at all. <laughs> You're a mess. We'll lose on this one. Yeah, there's no way we come out on top with this. We'll cover you. The one sticking out of the side is dead meat. This is a waste of flesh over here. What's going on? I call me a hypocrite. I prefer the olden days. When one of those babies would come out and they'd freak out that it was a punishment from God and they'd smash it, throw it in a volcano. That was back before we were sensitive to everything. I, if, even if I was having conjoined twins, that would be a full out abort. You, you go through that whole thing. Like, I think they might be conjoined twins. I'll be like, all right, hang on. I'll be in the closet. I'll go grab a good one. Huh? Come back and here you go, doctor. This hangers for you. You want me to deport the baby? Yes. I don't want, that's disgusting. Why did you hand me a Dyson? Don't worry about it. You're going to need it. Get some graham crackers and Sprite. You get to work. Uh, let's do it. It's Love Gun by Kiss for Ace Freely's birthday. It's the only tolerable Kiss song out there. Uh, it's the only one I can listen to, and it's barely tolerable. Stand by. Uh, the fact that I think this might be the worst live rock show I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, horrible. Terrible. Uh, and it's it's the easiest music. It didn't world. change much the three times oh, I've been. It's not good. It was terrible. Uh, it's Love Gun, everybody. It's Kiss. It's 98. Happy birthday, Ace. Thank you, Metallica. There's, uh, wow, 7.53. Speeding through the day. And don't forget, as you listen today... Uh, on our app especially, you're accumulating time listening. And that means you could be in a drawing as early as tomorrow, which is when we're doing it. So I guess it isn't even as early. It'll be tomorrow for uh, a chance to win Doug Hopkins' $5,000 guarantee at U-Fest. All you got to do is listen on the 98KUPD app. You know, rack up some hours on that thing. And it'll tell you, all right, you're qualified. We'll see if you win the drawing. And uh, somebody's going to get drawn. And one of six people will then be uh, a winner because there's only six qualifiers. We did five last week and one this week. See if we can give Doug's money away out there at U-Fest on May 6th, live on stage. I believe right before Godsmack hits the stage, maybe a little earlier than that. Not sure. Whenever we choose to do it. But somebody's going to leave with five grand. That's pretty sweet. And thanks to TV's Doug Hopkins for helping us out with that darn thing. Uh, Also, it's time for the Brady Report, and it's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. At Hooters, they appreciate uh, everything about the men and women in uniform, so you got yourself the military ID. Get 10% off on that every time you go. So thank you for serving, and Hooters thanks you by giving you a little bit of discount. How about that? Your food, non-alcoholic beverage purchase, Hooters will take care of you. Just that easy. Thank you, Hooters. Brady, report it. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. It's a big day today, boys. Jerry Springer's day. Oh, take huge your day. kids to work day. Oh, the worst. The worst idea in the history. I've been... We leave early today. No, here's the thing. I've been so loud about this in this building for years that I think I've scared everybody into. I've said what everybody's thought forever. I don't want to see your family at my work, ever, hanging around. 
ever. I want to see him socially, yes. Here, no. This is not a place for them. It's just you start making this a social hangout, and the next thing you know, everybody's doing it. We're here to work. And you start, people will bring their kids. You got to let them know this is not a day we embrace at all. Unless your kid's 20 or older and looking for a job in this industry. I don't need your deadbeat hanging around here. It's also National Prime Rib Day. That's something you do. Take your kid out for a nice prime rib. Get over to the stockyards. Cut off a piece of rare. No, they're the not going to appreciate that. You might as well take them to a sizzler. That's a good They're point. not going to appreciate Either way, that. Either way. <laughs> You're right. Take them to the Outback or something. <laughs> Whatever. Get them out of my office. Do not take your kids. Nobody Do we have wants- any today? I, Does anybody bring no. them? If because I always did overnights for so many years, so I never knew if anybody brought them I in. I think last year Jen Gardner brought her son and paraded him around like we wanted to see him. No one wants to see him. No. If I wanted to see him, I'd be better friends with you, and I'd come to your house and stuff. I I'd be okay if Jill's Ruski came around. It'd be kind of cool. Not here. Know, the businessman. Nope. Keep him home. I don't want to see that <laughs> here at all. Ordering people around. The only reason. Mom, mother thinks that she has job. Jill, she goes to work in the morning. I laugh. I'm like, woman at work. Hilarious. <laughs> you come home, make me a sandwich. Instead of me going all the way to your funny job. Yeah, Jill's got that Russian boy. He's funny, but he doesn't need to be here either. And anybody who brings their kid to work, I don't want to see your living STD touching and feeling everything around. Keep him at home. Bring your kid to work day. Nobody's excited to see your kid but you. Maybe grandma. A couple of basis fun facts. People typically touch their phones 2,617 times per day. 2,000? Hey, you gotta think about it. Pulling it out of your pocket, put it back in your pocket, and... Jeez. Texting. Yeah. Oh, if each stroke oh, counts as a touch. touch. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, okay. Now it makes sense. I was going to say just picking it and grabbing it. I don't think I'm doing that. T- I'd wear my pockets out. It costs $6 to visit Karl Marx's grave in London, which is ironic since he's the most famous critic of capitalism. Yeah. History. That's kind of the fun of it. A full head of hair is strong enough to support approximately 24,000 pounds. Man. One strand can support three ounces. There's a girl in uh, the New York, New York Cirque du Soleil that does an entire aerial ballet hung by her hair. I've never seen anything like it. And by the end of the performance, her head starts, like her skin pulls up. And she does this twice Mm. a night, four nights a week. And I'm sitting there watching, and I mean, there she's getting spun around and chucked around by. The, she is hanging by this rope, and it's all tied to her ponytail. And just straight, her hairline was higher than mine. It's gross, but it was pretty fascinating. Like she starts doing the spin, and then her body starts whipping around, and it like when it bounces, you can see her scalp pull. Eventually, it's going to give. I kind of want to be at that show. A student at Stanford has been posting videos after he and some friends used chat GPT to make AI-powered glasses that help you have conversations. Mm-hmm. You can use them at parties, even on dates. No one can see what's being written in your lenses. Correct. So it's like Cyrano glasses. Yeah. Brilliant. The prototype's very basic. It wouldn't fool anyone yet. They're kind right. Of, well, kind of humongous but- Harry Carey glasses. It uses speech recognition program that listens to what the other person says, then it generates the replies to read. 
God, I'm all worried about today is bring your kids to work now. So we got to sign off early. Toledo ran into trouble about 12, 15 years ago and had to bring Alex in here for like a week. And we had to be like, dude, we can't. He'd just sleep on the couch and it was making the room all weird. And Shocker. Then we- I relied on one of our <laughs> MILF contestants to uh, take Alex to school. <laughs> That's right. The reason he couldn't make it for a week is because one of the MILF contestants he'd hired to, to tote him around wasn't reliable. So, yeah, we had to say, hey, you can't bring him in here anymore. It's like, it's just having some eight-year-old stare at me while I'm making blowjob jokes about conjoined twins is not conducive for fun. <laughs> he came into the studio in his pajamas with yeah. holding the Pop-Tart. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and there's nothing worse for, like, energy show than seeing an eight-year-old, like, trying to hold on. Like, he's like he's half asleep. He's, he's dropping his Pop-Tart. His, you know, sailor pajamas, head to toe, his footsies, his onesies, and you're like, okay, I can't have... Forgetting he was here, and then I'd walk into the office, and there's this corpse on the couch. (laughs) Yeah. You got Romper Room's audience going to sleep while we're doing our show, and then he works his way into the office. It was just awful. Your kid's at work. If you're doing it right now, and you're driving, turn around and take it home. Kirby should be here. Kirby's and, uh, kicked out. Kirby's not welcome here. This is not her place. She's got business. standard testing. Kirby's she aged, yeah, she's aged out too. Yeah, yeah. 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 and she's look twenty and over and interested in the thing. You give them a tour. You don't let them stay all day. Oh, the worst! Please don't do it. Don't put anybody through it. Again, your kids are nice. I like Kirby. I like Alex. I don't need them here, ever. There's no reason for. In a new poll. Seventy-seven percent of Americans on social media say they have FOMO, fear of missing out on the latest food trends. Yeah. I feel like it, that's an American problem. You know who has real FOMO? Africa. <laughs> Among people who admit to having is it a food fear, FOMO, yeah. is it out or is it just a? It's a fear of missing. Fear of, out. It's just yeah. There's this FOMO. It's yeah. fear of missing meals, yeah. which they do a lot, and they fear it. I'm sure. Fear of those of missing admitting food. having the food FOMO, 57% have attempted to make the food at home themselves. What food are they missing? And they average trying four recipes a month. Oh, my God. That they've Crazy. seen online. Keep in mind, the social media isn't always what it seems. 73% of people admitted to spending extra time preparing their meals just to make them more picturesque for social media. No. I like cooking, but no. That's what I think. Everybody's blaming now the late Jerry Springer for the demise of social like structure and society. I blame idiots who take pictures of their meals. That's when we lost all semblance of what entertainment was. Here's a photo of food. Oh, my God. So? Yeah, somehow or another, that became a thing. Entertainment. It's because America got so gargantuan and, you know... Well, here's something that will help. Sickening with food that we started Kit to Kit Kat cereal. <laughs> That's a good step. Now a thing. General Mills is rolling it out in the U.S. after it launched it in England last month. <coughs> they didn't break up real Kit Kats and toss them into the box. Just which would be epic. That would be really good. It's just you're supposed just, to taste like Kit Kats. Pour now milk you're just on your candy bar. Yeah. yeah, I'll just do that. Just mash up Kit Kats and pour milk on it. Each piece is a little square with ridges. Say that very sensual. <laughs> yeah, he's here. getting hot yeah, over there. Wow. Dirty. So it looks like tiny versions of four Kit Kats. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and, and other Which news. Don't joke that, about the yeah, conjoined right. twins. But I'm going to bang the s*** on that Kit Kat. <laughs> That's sexy talk. Again, if I have a, uh, an affair... 
or a relationship with a box of cereal, (laughs) I'm not coming in. (laughs) Nope, that would be hilarious. And when when you say you're not coming, you mean the box of cereal? Yes, yes, please. (laughs) Yeah. My mom thinks it's gross to talk about a woman's, but I'll talk about a Kit Kat all day long, and it's cool. (gasps) Right in the box. (laughs) This dude that lives in L.A., Mauro Restrepo, has just filed a third lawsuit against a psychic for defrauding him out of $1,000 and causing him emotional distress. Mm-hmm. Mara says his ex-girlfriend hired a witch to place a curse on him, <laughs> and he desperately needed it removed. Sure. Went to a psychic named Sophia Adams, who he found through Google. She, she had a PhD, which In she what? said required special schooling. So he chose her. Sounds like a life coach. Sophia a told Morrow he could Same remove thing. the curse yeah. by purchasing this $5,100 uh, crystal. Right. He gave her a 1000 bucks down payment, took the crystal. I know this would probably come as a shock, but the crystal didn't do anything. No. <laughs> well, neither did the curse. Morrow thinks he's been right. duped. He's demanding yeah. $25,000 in damages. No. Sophia's lawyers say she didn't swindle Morrow if... He gives the crystal back, she'll return his money. Okay. It's unclear how Morrow has been able to refile the case again and again. A judge previously dismissed his case, claiming saying lack of evidence needed more to move forward. Yeah, like the proof of a curse. Well, how? Yeah, the proof of a curse. Embarrassed. Absolutely. But if she was a true con artist, she would have gotten all $5,100. Oh, well. Well, look, you know. She's a con artist. Put a thousand down. She is a true con artist. She calls herself a psychic. Immediately a con artist. Immediately. There's no Still such unclear. thing. There's no what such thing PhD as a real psychic. Is. There's no such thing. Get it through your thick, dumb, dreamy skulls. There's no such thing as a psychic. Accurate or otherwise. There isn't. Maybe there's some people with good intuition that get a couple things right now and again. That's all it is. No such thing as a psychic. Nobody's been gifted with the ability to see the future to the point where they can tell a stranger what's going to happen next. Also... No one can put a curse on you. I don't know what century you live in. That stuff's been debunked. You think the Browns would not have gone to a Super Bowl by now if there were <laughs> right, curses? Exactly. If you could lift them? Right. By simply going to somebody who's got a neon sign in their ugly house as a psychic? You know, there'd be Everything would be better for everyone. Get that crystal. Yeah. It's no. available no. now for... Don't buy things from psychics. And like Brett said... Be embarrassed that you did this. Yeah, I and would just, live in your filth. If I did that, that's on me. Yep, I'm yeah. an idiot. You I'm not. I'm not going public got, with this. I got duped on Super Bowl tickets, uh, standing in line there at Western Union and sending thirty five hundred dollars to two idiots that I thought were. When legit. did it dawn on you again? The second I got the Western Union receipt. <laughs> like, wait a minute, Western Union is for losers. A deadbeat. So there's a, the, the reason I went through Western Union is because oh, everything is no. terribly wrong. I'm in the car going, I just. I'm pretty sure. And then it really dawned on me. We got the email and the other guy said, how much do I get out of this? And I'm like, ah, you got me. Son of a- I called the police and I said, I know I'm not getting anything out of this. I just don't know how to report this so it doesn't happen over and over. I should probably tell somebody this illegal activity is going on. I ain't following through with a thing. And the cop even says, we're never going to find him. He said, well, we'll report it. And on the off chance that this ties back, we'll let you know. I'm like, okay. I didn't call the media. I didn't throw a huge somebody's got to do something party for me. I realized I stepped in it. And I took I took full responsibility for how f- stupid I was. And I moved on. If I ever gave a psychic money right then and there, 
I realize I'm dumb as a rock. Whatever happens next is my own fault. This is not the psychic's fault anymore. Psychics and idiots who have crystals and think they've got special powers. Through your fat, dumb skull, anybody who says they're a psychic is about to take advantage of you. Period. (laughs) And I think they should be thrown in jail. I've said it a million times. Whenever they try to take advantage of somebody who's got a missing family member. That's the worst thing you can do. I watch those charlatans wander over to get attention on the news. Somebody's got a dead family member who's desperate for any help. And some jackass walks them through a riverbed or something. Ugh. Just a will happen to you. Huh? Eventually one day they'll get duped on something. Oh, like, absolutely. You know, my tack glasses. Yes, they broke. <laughs> no. I took a hammer to them. <laughs> We made you do that. Yeah, yeah. We made you Because yeah. you were bragging but about But I got two pairs visor. for right. one. Right. So, but didn't, I haven't Didn't we look. get you the tack visor, too? And that's low. Car. Yeah. I, I, it was available on a Brady oh, Gras. Okay. That's low-level stupid, though. You buying anything off TV is risky. Go into a psychic. Go into a life coach. Go into that. You are automatically, well, you're 95% getting duped and then 5% just trying to make a choice in your life that you're, just, you're reaching deep. No such thing as a psychic is the best advice anyone can give you ever it's fun as a novelty to have somebody predict something if it comes true that's not special powers it's a guy who made a good guess maybe even an educated oh the psychic thing's gotta die that would be that would be something as if i was a politician i'd put a stop to i'd make that crap illegal like nobody can. It has to be novelty purposes only. Has to be written as big as the word psychic. Has to be for novelty purposes only. Like when you used to be able to gamble, but nobody could win money. Right. That's it. Oh, drives me bananas. This guy, uh, Randall Cook, he's fifty-nine years old, lives in Florida, and he was making his last Uber Eats delivery for the night. Stops by the house of Oscar Solis. He's uh, thirty years old. Oscar drags him out of his car into his house, murders him, then Whoa. chops him up and, ta- say and bags la- him up. Wow. Makes, did you say his last name was Soul-less? Solus. Yeah. Wow. S-O-L-I-S. Jeez. Former member of the MS-13. Yeah. He found his way to the Sunshine State in January after being sprung on parole. He was in Indiana. Jeez Louise. Said he butchered him. Then they had video surveillance showing he and another buddy with bags bringing him out to the back alley for a... Get rid of it. Yeah. Dude's 315 pounds. Not the delivery Oscar is. There's the guy. <laughs> oh, man. He, well, he's a bouncer at a, just, just a, guy at a bar. You just don't talk to him. Look at all the it's tattoos ma- on his face. It's going to happen. Yeah, he's going to yeah. chop you up. If you try to be nice to him and you don't judge this book by its cover, you're going to end up chopped up in a bag. I don't trust anybody with that. And much. you should. Yeah, absolutely. You deserve yeah, it. Just, again, that's like, this is my new friend Oscar. Oh, what's with all the fire tattoos on his forehead? Oh, he's going to chop me up and put me in bags later. You don't say. We got another guy that's uh, posing as a doctor. This is in Studio City, California. Dr. Stephen Gavorkian. All right. With a G? Yeah. <laughs> He's been charged with five counts of practicing medicine without a license at his practice pathways. Um, thousands of patients have gone there 
and he's been with some with uh, serious illnesses. Um, he's been helping him deal with cancer, uh, viral infections. His uh, office, they show a picture of, very nice. Yeah. He just, he's not licensed. Probably. Gavorkian is your first clue. This Corey guy emails, he says, I had a friend, and the keyword here is had, who thought he was a magical being and used to tell people that. He said he never lost things. He would transport them into the future to be found at a later time. (laughs) And you stopped being friends with him. Great move. There was some dude in uh, Adelaide, Australia, at a mall being filmed going down an escalator, eating a uh, a container full of raw uh, drumsticks. Uh, oh, chicken? Yeah. And so the... Uh, oh, sure enough. Agency, uh, the, the government basically had to post a little saying, don't eat raw chicken, raw poultry. You don't need to post anything. You need. You deserve well, to die. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to tell people yeah. that. They know. If they don't, they well, find out. Those Aussies love their meat. Man. Yeah, but not. No, they don't. Not like oh. that. Oh. <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that's a joke. Like nobody walks around with a tray of uncooked drumsticks at the mall without knowing it's going to turn viral. And that's black and white. The uh, yeah, that, that, you can tell version? the black and white oh. they're uncooked. That guy's got. Those are like candy that look like uncooked chickens. But now the government had to spend money to tell people. G'day, mates. Reminder. Everyone here, Dan, and that's got to cook the chicken. Can't be like this guy, right? He's a bogan. <laughs> that's a weird campaign. They see one guy acting like a jackass, and they put out posters. This happened in Somalia, but this 24-year-old woman was at her home in bed when a stray bullet came through the roof. Oh, and hit her right in the love button. Wait, specifically in the love button? Yep. On the on the old the, the bald man in the canoe. Relaxing took the at home when a bullet came through the ceiling, hit her square in the crotch. <laughs> well, crotch or say, love button. Yeah, come on. Luckily, there's a difference. It wasn't moving at a. Um, it was moving at a low velocity. Her crotch. The bullet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like your version better. Yeah, low velocity. But it just didn't movement. land in her lap. It came through fast enough to get lodged there. Wait. And there's an x-ray. But the love button is not the hole. Okay, you make the call there. There's the x-ray. <laughs> it's it's pretty close. Well, I, I, this is an x-ray. I can't tell where Dr. She's Bogan reporting. That is a pig, though. Look at the rolls in this thing. Whoa. Her x-ray looks like a Sharpay with a bullet in its butt. Whoever shot that should go to Vegas, because if he hit that instead <laughs> right. of the other 300 I pounds. I don't think it's honor love button, Brady. <laughs> but That's it is the- definitely near the vagina. Open. It's lodged in there. It's yeah. It looks like it's got like threads. It got up under the hood. Oh, it's up under there. Yeah, the hood. The hood was lifted. <laughs> we don't know where it, it. Its final resting place not be like right up against the love button because that's not internalized as well. Anyway, we'll draw a picture and show you. It might have hit her in the honey hole, but the love button. That's just what the report says. Yeah, might have affected it. That it was written by somebody like Brady lately. who thinks the whole thing's a love button. I don't think much has hit that lately. No, no. Looking at that x-ray, that's the most action that thing's gotten in a long time. <laughs> I think I might have shot it, too. <laughs> yeah, put that back. <laughs> I swear to God, if you don't put that away, I'll shoot it. I got a couple of radio videos. Okay. 
First one's a cow that has a little splinter. Oh, oh. Farmer's helping remove it. Sticking Just it. a tiny little splinter. Oh, is this an abscess? This is going to be an I abscess? thought it was at first when I saw it, but oh, no, it's... It's a big piece of wood jammed in a cow. I got him in his pen. I think it's some a horn. Got some good old pliers. Oh, my, that's a horn. You're yeah. right. Man, it looks like a bull's horn. Holy crap. And what is that in? It's butter. It's leg? In the side. Oh, tried it. Like it's, oh, are those called haunches? I don't know what that is. What's what's the cut Ox. of meat there? Ox. What is the cut of meat there, Brady? You know, you stare that, at that. Uh, let's at a see. That is the front shoulder. That... Chuck, isn't it? Chuck, or you might be able to get a. Might be able to pull a brisket out of there. I think. <laughs> the brisket was the belly. <laughs> Remember that. This is why poor Coppola's fans didn't do enough meat work. You don't stare at I that. Used to have, I used to have pork, a grid of the pork map. I'm sure you did. That's why I asked, I assumed. Yeah, I know, but they still serve meat. He should know the difference. They, uh, he's been to enough steakhouses where they got the picture of the thing, and I know Brady grew up in his bedroom without Heather Thomas, but there was definitely a breakdown of a cow's body on a poster in his room. The next one is disgusting. Guy on a subway or public transportation of some sort. Licking the bottom of his shoe. Oh, Christ. Oh. Picks the nose a little bit. Maybe to add a little salt on there. I don't know. He's chewing. And it's not just. There's mud or something all over the bottom of that shoe. He is eating. Oh. This world is over. He's he's got an issue. What in the world is happening? This world is done. (laughs) Is that his boot? That's what I don't understand either. Yeah. I don't know whose knee he's, high it is. Took someone else's shoe. And he, he's chewing whatever's coming off the bottom of that muddy. Ugh. Oh, my God. That's worse than the scab thing the other day. Oh, God. My stomach is turning on that one. What happened? It's the last right oh, video. You're actually watching it on your phone first? reviewing it. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen this one before, but it's... Oh, yeah, that's okay. right. doesn't matter. I wasn't sure, but this right. is uh, look again. a monkey on a skateboard. Oh, yeah. And decides to take a little treat for himself. Three kids oh, drags one know. kid. Not on a skateboard. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's dragging a kid. Look at how oh, strong he is. Oh, man. Look how strong that monkey was. Rides up on a motorcycle. It wasn't a skateboard, by okay. the way. Who gave him a motorcycle? I don't know, but I love it. I want to see it. Look at him. He takes that oh, yeah. It's a mini crotch rocket. Look how fast he goes when he's off the bike, though, pulling that kid down the road. Wow. What a country that is. And he, the guy up top directs him where to go. Yeah, he tells him. Wait, hey, 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 my, my. Who gives monkeys, who builds monkey motorcycles? What, is Ducati making a, I don't know, but that is perfect size for it's that It's a monkey. tiny little monkey motorcycle. All right, Brett, you're up. I was staying out of that one. I know. <laughs> go ahead, kid. All right. Uh, after after yesterday's, uh, somebody found me a nice little compilation of uh, kids getting hurt. Oh, okay. Nice. Get on a. Oh, he's at oh, one of those fun houses yeah. with like a whip around you. Oh, these ones are great. Alex this, got taken out a few. This times is like. Uh, what's the name of the? Uh, what's oh. The, what was that with the big red balls? Wipeout. Yeah. yeah they're playing wipeout. I didn't know they built wipeout courses for oh, children. Yeah. Yeah, there's one taking Stupid. one in the back of the melon. There's a couple of these in town. They're awesome. Right. This is just Watch. big arm. Oh, that, that gets... kid's getting drug around. Oh, yes. Boom. Face plant. Oh, man, I might and just. And she gets it again. I might just. Oh, <laughs> oh, that kid got twice. 
I might just attend this place. This seems worth it. Yes! That one wasn't as good. <laughs> oh, yes! That one's good. He keeps getting punched by it. Isn't that the whole purpose of this game? Yeah, boom! <laughs> yes. Parents must just up. love these places. Oh. They do. It's the beatings you're not allowed to give your kids nowadays. Oh! <laughs> There's, oh man, some of them are just getting trounced. Oh, that thing's speeding. You're done. Oh, oh man. That one yes. Clearing so, house. There's oh, also. I could watch this for oh, days. Yeah. Um, a lot of these, there's an operator like there is on the mechanical bull. Yeah, I'd do that for free. Yeah. I would Roll work there that. for free. You know Brett the, and I would like to volunteer yeah, for absolutely. Jungle Gym Super Spinny Arms. <laughs> I would like to run the machine at 10th like Wes from uh, Urban Cowboy. <laughs> and uh, looks like this is some drunk broad trying to get do the sexy dance. She's sexy dancing. Put out a window. She's got a dunce cap on. Now she's in an open window dancing. It's about eight stories up by the look oh, of the eye. Oh, and out yeah. she goes, and we have no more. Oh, oh, how far is the fall? Dead? Oh, she's dead. Oh, yeah, she's dead. Uh, we don't have a play-by-play on that, Ooh. but... Uh, Honey? Wow. She yeah. definitely fell out. Who dances in an open window like that? This one was sent to me by the guy that sent us the fish video. Okay. Uh, Here we go. On. Brace yourselves. Here we go. Yeah. Conjoined? Is it conjoined? No. Is it bad? Yeah, Brett's face is. He's okay. looking away already. Brace yourselves. Oh! oh. I, I, I've seen this. Yes. I've actually, this is a, a cartel. Mexican cartel punishment yeah. of a pit bull uh, yeah. devouring a guy's genitals, and he's alive. Uh, yeah. And, and, tried to blood eagle and, and, right. Yeah, and they've got him tied up, and they're holding him while a pit bull ah! pulls, pulls him apart. I can't, I can't, oh, I'm not even watching. That is so I'm hard to look at. That last little chew. Oh, look at his face. Like, he's, he lives through this. And they just keep <laughs> stuffing rags in his mouth. While this, I mean, it is. Oh, that is the worst thing the internet's ever yeah. produced. So there you go. We'll just end with that one. Uh, uh, oh. It's, yeah. Do I, your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. If you're dealing with a cartel, Whew. don't get lippy. Yeah. When a guy says, I'm your boss, just say, okay, yeah, whatever you say. Cause yes, sir. The alter- yeah, you- <laughs> see, senor. That is the, the alternative is not worth your pride. Oh, my God. Rest. Son of a so-and-so. All right. I believe Pete Lee's coming in. Correct. He's a decent human being. He, he, he is. should not be in here. Not after this video. No, we're going to show him that. Show him that. Uh, Pete Lee's going to join us uh, a little bit uh, later this morning. We'll have him on in just seconds. I'm going to go ice up my stuff. It's 98 KUP. That was horrifying. I got questions I can't ask you, Pete. This is yeah. terrible. Pete Lee is where? Where is Pete playing? It's the Tempe Improv. I don't even know where you were yet. I'm There's at the Tempe Improv. So many clubs at the Tempe Improv uh, this weekend. If you want to go, TempeImprov.com is where you see Mr. Pete Lee. Who, by the way, uh, I'm I'm Cupid. You're Cupid. I, I shot the arrow as you left last time you were here. Uh, you were a single swinging all over the place, you know, running yeah. up and down, uh, spreading STDs probably all over America. <laughs> and then Pete Lee meets his beloved lady the day you were here last the time. Day, yeah, so I came here a single man. I talked to you all about how excited I was about being single. I think I even – I was so single that I was like, I'm single. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I was talking like Kool-Aid man. I'm like, I'm single. <laughs> Snap into a Slim Jim. <laughs> And then uh, that that's how good I am at being single. I was single for a day, I think. <laughs> right. I was, I was proud of it. Like, and so proud yeah. of it. I was just ready. Get to know myself. Did you get stay a, single for a while? Did you get a chance to take advantage of being single? Oh, yeah. I, I had sex with my now fiance. <laughs> <laughs> that was it? You yeah. didn't have like a like a, a just a mountain of nonsense of terrible decisions? Yeah. And then... I'm going to use the term of bevy. I had, I had no bevy of... 
of be- nothing. Yeah, I, I had one Scottsdale gal. I, ca- I call them Scotts gals. Yeah. And uh, I had one of those hot Scottsdale gals. And uh, yeah, she uh, she was it for me. And that was it. So you are you get out of a relationship. You look forward to being single. And the next girl that touches you, you're going to marry her. Oh, yeah. But yeah. that's like, I mean, that's kind of my nature. You know, like like if you watch my stand up, like I'm like, oh, we made eye contact. We're yeah. married. You know? <laughs> you're a be- you're a lover. She's into me. You're yeah. a romantic type. I am a romantic type. Yeah. And yeah. She was, uh, she like, she's just, she's the best. Yeah. Uh, her name's Nicole. Uh, okay. She went to ASU. Uh, and did uh, you meet her at a show or you meet her before the show? I met her at uh, at CB Live afterwards. So my friend Pat, who he's the CEO of Taser, which they're, oh, yeah. they're based out of here. Like, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> that's right. That's, yeah. that's their, I think that's their catchphrase. So he brought a bunch of friends out to the show, and he brought Nicole with, and he's like, hey, you're single. He's like, Nicole's single. He's like, you got to meet Nicole. And he said it so many times that I was like, I don't know if I want to meet right. Nicole. What's like, wrong with he, Nicole? Yeah, he was overselling it. Right. And then I met her, and I was like, oh, my God, she, she's absolutely amazing. I'm so happy that I met Nicole. Like right away. Right away, I was like, like Dreamweaver played in my head. <laughs> you had it all. It was, it was nuts. And uh, yeah, we, um, uh, I totally, you know, we had sex that night. The uh, first night, I know, sealed the deal. Nice. She is an ASU girl. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And, oh yeah. We had sex the first night, and then you were like, "Well, then we're gonna yeah, get married." Yeah. yeah. Then we're gonna get married. And Amazing. she's, she's not the typical uh, ASU girl because she's STD free. Oh yeah, and, that is yeah, an yeah, issue. Yeah. That, yeah. That's <laughs> she did her graduate work somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How about that? First yeah. day, or she was a freshman. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, that could be. Was oh. she, yeah, she's old enough, right? She, yeah. I mean, I don't want to use the O word uh, to describe her, but she's she's in her thirties. I'm I'm forty five. <laughs> uh, she's thirty three. So um, I have a joke in my act where I go, when people see us together, they're like, "Oh, that guy got that that guy owns a boat." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that's, she's young and beautiful, and you're a handsome man. Well, thank you. I think you look good for your age. I thank you. I'm a silver fox. I have a lot of silver in my beard, but she's like she's thirty three and. She's she looks like she's probably like 26 oh, or yeah. something like that. So when people see us together, like there are definitely ladies of a certain maturity yeah. that hate look at me constantly. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. like what a scumbag. Yeah. You left the age appropriate. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know what that age appropriate level is. Is it like eight years, six years? Like when do you breach that? I don't know. I mean, uh, I will say this, like it was, it wasn't. It's the disparity in age is not so great that her parents had an issue with it. There you go. Um, but we did. Her parents they were renovating their condo in Tempe, and they did move in with us for a little while. And I gotta say, I have a lot in common with her parents. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you know, generationally, you're right with watching programs. Yeah. <laughs> you just hide down. I'm talking to your dad. Right yeah, now. yeah. I These had, kids today. Your kids today. Your kids today. I yeah. had this gig for Netflix that I worked with Jane Fonda and. Um, uh, oh God! Why can't I think of her name? Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin. Jane Fonda and Lily. You Tomlin. are getting older. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> forgetting things, and it, it also is the I'm at the phase in the morning where my coffee is meeting my Ambien. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting. I'm starting to remember words, but uh, yeah, there's a tornado happening in my brain right now. But uh, so I was at the dinner table with her and her with her and her parents, and I go, "Oh my god, I just got the email. I'm uh, I'm opening for Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda." And her parents go, "Oh my god!" And Nicole goes. Oh. oh, and we all turned to her and we go, you have no idea who yeah. that is, yeah. right? And she's like, no idea. <laughs> none. None. And Ouch. 
when I uh, when I did the program, she was sitting in the green room, and Jane Fonda came in while I went to the bathroom, and then she's just talking to Jane Fonda, and she's like, "Hey, have you met Jane?" And I was like, "Yeah, she's an Academy Award winning yeah. actress. She's absolutely amazing." From the family Fonda. She's yeah, she's yeah. a family Fonda. She's an icon. Yeah. And uh, and Nicole goes, "Oh, you're Jane Fonda. Okay." All right. And Jane Fonda had to look at her and go, I just want to hit her for some reason. <laughs> I think Jane Fonda liked her. No I, kidding. I think Jane yeah. Fonda was refreshing. Like, oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was did refreshing. they sleep together the first day, too? They did. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That was, <laughs> that's pretty amazing. She's moved in. Yeah. And now Jane Fonda lives in Scottsdale half the time. That's what happens yeah. when you sleep with it's an ASU girl. Round robining all over. That's it. What did you do with Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin? What so was that like? They they did this Netflix special that yeah. where they had comedians and um so ever like when I'm not doing cool stuff I do audience warm up as well. <laughs> so uh audience warm up is where like all the people they go on camera and they do all this cool stuff and yeah. then I I'm not on camera. Right, you're before you're just keeping the audience all geared up. You're the foreplay yeah. to laughs. I'm the foreplay yeah. to laughs and yeah. uh it it was really funny because I was doing the warm up for the hall, and um, Pete Davidson was backstage, which he's a good friend of mine. Yeah, uh, he's my ex boyfriend. And uh, <laughs> is that right? No. <laughs> I didn't know that. He, everybody's nailed him, so it's not a surprise. Get in line. Hey, I am older, and he does like the <laughs> the older gals. But um, I get backstage, and Pete Davidson is back there with John Stewart, and John Stewart was like, "Dude, you're so funny." And Pete goes, "I told you, I know him." Yeah. I, he's like, "I told you, John, that yeah. guy." It was so funny as the warm up guy to like I was did such a good job that Pete Davidson was like claiming me yeah you got well you got to be careful with that oh yeah only lasts a few weeks and then he moves on to the next comedian (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly you're hot now but just think about just watch out you're warming up shows for like that sounds like a show that didn't need warm-up you got pete davidson john stewart on there yeah it was pete davidson uh john stewart uh jeff ross chelsea handler uh, john mulaney and then dave Chappelle was the surprise one at the end he he honored richard Pryor, and And you are warming up the crowd for that that's intimidating i was warming up the crowd it's funny because i'm friends with all those guys and because like you know comedians yeah, hang out where we all hang out and we've all done the worst gigs in dayton ohio or whatever yeah. it is and um but i told my fiance that like i'm friends with all these people but she <laughs> she was just like yeah 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 and then we're backstage and dave Chappelle's like hey pete how you been oh my god is this the gal you you've been talking about and nicole's like all of his stories are not lies yeah <laughs> <laughs> he tells truths he tells truth how about that yeah. yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, and what's the what's the one you've done that like? Because Gary Cannon comes in here, and I love it. He's an opener and a warm up guy and fearless. Um, that's his job. Yeah, fear. like that's cool to him. Absolutely, like doing warm up stuff. And I'm somebody that I've done minimal warm up. So the, my first warm up gig was the roast of Alec Baldwin for Comedy Central. That man, used, don't you wish they'd do that again? Uh, I th- the they're new not material. Even, <laughs> yeah, they're not even a network. Oh my! Oh yeah, yeah roast the, yeah. Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah. yeah. We need um, to do a reshoot. Yeah, That's you, what we you call just it. shot yourself in the <laughs> foot oh face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who would breach that first? Like, who goes right in? I mean, you just get a bunch of killers. Oh, you know, Nikki Glazer would be right oh. there, just oh, hammering the guy. Amazing. Yeah, yeah I would like to do another one. Hand him, hand him guns. I'm I want to do an OJ it. roast. Is it safe? Like he's out and oh. about. Let's roast. O- and I think he's oblivious. He would take the jokes. You know that OJ at some point for a private country club event has gotten roasted. Absolutely. And and somebody has it on at least like audio yeah i would love to hear that audio. it'll come out when he dies oh like, yeah finally that because people will like i didn't want to know that they were associating with oj yeah great are lily, lily tomlin and jane fonda was that a fun gig 
It was a fun gig. Yeah. They're, I mean, they were like old and drinking, you know? <laughs> like, like they're at the age where yeah. they're like... They don't care. Nobody knows if you're senile or if you've had three martinis. <laughs> so, uh, which, by the way, I said that joke, and I, I feel like... Uh, I feel like most of my neighbors in Scottsdale can relate. That's right. Yeah, because they're around. <laughs> now you're in Scottsdale a lot of the time. You've got a place here. Yeah. Yeah. In, and in that's... Old, old Town, appropriately named. Yeah. Because <laughs> you now have old people all around you. And you said you bought a meth lab. Yeah. We, um, so I bought a place that's above our current place that uh, the guy before, he was he was a meth guy, which yeah. uh, I believe your producer said uh, when we were walking here, uh, there's like a one in three chance of buying a meth lab. Uh, if you Where buy does he get really, that stat? I that's don't know. totally made up. It's totally made up. 33% of homes in Phoenix are not meth labs. I don't know. He came that's from a, Maricopa. That's a ridiculous that. comment. Yeah. Don't listen to his statistics. That is... Yeah. Did you say it too? Did you? Okay, that's just ridiculous. I heard he works for Remax. <laughs> <laughs> One in three homes yeah. are not meth lab. There, but. there was a there was a hot air balloon in the parking lot that he came here on. <laughs> and, yeah, he, follow me to the worst houses in the world. Yeah, he's the Remax guy. I don't know where he got that. I apologize for the false information. But I was worried that the place is not going to be worth very much. And now that I'm in there, and I realize that like we have to have like all the drywall scraped yeah. off and all that kind of stuff, like. I'm going to sell the drywall. I'm going to make so much money. <laughs> Just oh, smoke this. No kidding. Yeah. I'm, going to, I'm going to go on you the alley. You got rock for life. But you were living underneath this meth lab, right? <laughs> I was living underneath it. So, yeah, I'm pretty healthy. Yeah, uh, but they were there. The messy people were in it. They were in it, and I actually was calling the police to get them out. No kidding. And then, so and then you bought it. And then we bought it. Nice yeah, plan. That's a baller move. Right? <laughs> that is a, that's that's, a that's an alpha move. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you're living in prison. So now yeah. you have upstairs your... and downstairs. <laughs> now we have the upstairs and the downstairs, which I don't know, like, if you know what it's like to live underneath a meth lab, but, uh -oh. like, if you ever, did you ever have bunk beds with, like, an older brother or, yes, like, a younger brother no. on the top bunk that peed the bed? Oh, you God. Know? That's basically... That was me. Yeah, yeah Brady right. was the peer. <laughs> all right, so imagine living underneath the kid that, that pees the bed, but it's meth juice. <laughs> That's oh. what was happening to our place. And so that was they why. They were leaking meth juice into your uh, condo. Yeah. Huh. Like I said, I'm all right. And, and instead uh, of buying a different condo, you stayed in the meth juice leak and bought the meth juice. Yeah. And so you own it all now. We own it all. Oh, yeah. the dreams of life. Pete, Pete Lee is. Yeah. That's I, smart. This is are, a, and you're going to rent it out or are you going to make it into one giant unit? One giant uh, former meth place. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which, by the way, there are companies. If, if anybody wants to reach out to me, my email is Pete at PeteLee.net. If anybody does this, there are the companies that literally go in and they like they remove everything. They demeth it. They demeth it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there's a lot to demeth. Because everything that's been like affected has to go. Yeah, carpet, floor, walls. Yeah, this all is that. very West Coast. Like my condo is going through a detox. <laughs> <laughs> it like totally needs to detox right yeah. now. <laughs> and you're gonna keep it, and then like love it. What about the yeah. needle yeah. wall? Yeah. Yeah. The needle still wall. Keeping that up yeah. there. I mean, that actually sounds like something that would be at this radio station. Yeah, we, like, we have that next to the guitar <laughs> wall. There'd just be like a needle. With yeah, all the one that took out the last. Like this yeah. is the one that got uh, you know whatever yeah. Keith Moon. I don't know if he was shooting him or not. <laughs> We're trying to name a name where the listeners won't be upset and yeah. cancel us. <laughs> right. I don't like Amy Winehouse's needles aren't coming in here. We don't play her music. Yeah, but it would be good. a good one for needle wall. Yeah. yeah, well, congratulations. I didn't realize the statistics were that high, and 33% of all houses are <laughs> Yeah, it's meth official. Left, yeah, it's official. If Toledo said Toledo, so, geez. you know it for sure. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted, I can't talk about the thing you brought up that you just taught me. Oh. But I was talking about my uh, first wife and that I'd been oh. divorced, and you brought up a thing called an anti-disparagement 
Yeah, I can say that I have. So in my first or in my first divorce, I've only had one so far. So far, yeah, uh, I, I am engaged. So it's going to happen again. There's hope. <laughs> it's going to happen again. Yeah. You know, the key to divorce is marriage. It, yeah. yeah really so is. once you get that, you're on the right track. You can't have the one without the <laughs> right. Other. Exactly. It's the leading leading cause of divorce. Exactly. And so in when I got divorced, I have an anti disparagement clause, so I can't into a microphone or a camera. I can't disparage her. You can't say anything bad. I can't say which I have no. Nothing bad to say. You oh, know? you don't? I, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> of course you don't. How much do you lose if you goof? Um, I think it all. I she would take the my meth, meth lab. lab. Yeah, you lose your <laughs> meth lab. Is that right? So yeah. she's does she keep an eye on it? Do you think? Probably. I oh, mean, man. If, if I was to gain from that financially, I would probably keep so an eye you, on that. Oh wow. Yeah, I, I don't even know what I do because there I've, is this sweet, sweet lady. No, don't though. bring her up. Don't even talk about it. I, I, I mean, hopefully, burning in hell. But the, <laughs> that's not a disparagement, or that—that's not a disparagement. That's I want her to be warm. Uh, I want her to be warm and <laughs> yeah, that's lovely. Happy. Actually, it's a nice thought. Good climate. Yeah. yeah, it's not disparaging her. It's a wish you have for her to be comfortable. Exactly. I heard it that I way. I want her I back to be like a heating pad. Yeah, that's what I want. So you know, my ex-wife was in the World Trade Centers. Oh, so I'm mad at Bin Laden for two reasons. Oh my God! <laughs> so I can disparage her all day. Like all I think of is the time I had to buy my own house back from myself. It's like if you could have gotten one more, I wouldn't have had to deal it's with any got of it. Free? Yeah, it would have been oh, free and clear. Oh my God! I just signed my first. Like I, I just signed a, a mortgage, and so yeah. I can't even imagine doing a mortgage from yourself on your own house. On your own house, you buy it back from somebody who was supposed to be in the building. Oh, I know. Oh my God! I bet there are a bunch, there are a bunch of a bunch of guys, a bunch of people. Uh, there are rich ladies too that probably have to pay palimony. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to some total wimp. Uh, by the way, if you're out there getting palimony, Jesus, you know, well, actually, uh, good for you. Yeah, good for you. We yeah. love that for you, buddy. Yeah. We're way to go. Yeah, we're we're Loser. male activists. Yeah, that's right. You should get yours. Men's rights. Yeah, that's why I always tell, I always say to people, divorce like the the subtleties of it are. Uh, actually not subtle at all. Whenever you hear women talk about divorce, they say, what did you get? Yeah. And a man, what did you lose? Uh-huh. Because women gain and men lose in divorce. That's just the way it's set it's up. It's the way it's set up. Yeah. And did you lose a lot? I lost a lot. Yeah. And um, I legally can't say what she did, but- It was horrible. I Yeah, I paid a lot of money to her uh, to be not, uh, to be a great person, is what I'm going to say. I, paid a I lot. want this. This was a this, so after the divorce. She's like, and you can't ever talk about me. Yeah, and you had to sign that. I had to sign. that. Did you fight it at all? Uh, I tried, but she worked for a law firm. Oh, you, so, you lose uh, her. advice that you Screw got is like it's going to yeah. take a lot of money if you want to. Yeah. yeah, she's a lawyer, and you're a dopey pun salesman. This is over. You lost that in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. it was not good on my part. <laughs> no, I, I didn't think that through. No. When I was getting Oof, into it. Man, it well, was, now if you wrote things down and I said them as me, could we disparage her that way? Yeah, actually, I did a roast. If anybody wants to look up uh, on YouTube, it's me versus Aaron Berg. It's like back in 2015. Uh, and he roast like we he roasted me, but he did a lot of jokes about my ex wife nice. that were true. <laughs> and um, so, if anybody wants to go on YouTube, so it can be done uh, in like a adjacent to you. I didn't say it. Like I can roast her. Somebody, I don't even know her. Somebody was being mean to me. That's about, right. About it's terrible. What? What? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I remember being on stage because I had no idea that he was going to say those things, and I knew that it was being live streamed on YouTube. And right. I was like, I was, I was laughing so. This, 
my friend was destroying me and, you know, just through her, through her. Oh, and just like basically just saying all these disparaging, you know, unmasculine things to me yes. about like, you know, well, if, if a woman did that to you, you suck, you know, and blah, right, blah. Right. but I was, I was like crying, laughing, just knowing that it's the first time that it's kind of got, it was out. There. Yeah. So your story got it was like told. a weight lifted off the shoulders. Right. Of the- it was such a girl. It was Man. such a weight. Would yeah. you sign that again? If this particular ASU girl didn't work out, would you do an anti-disparagement or you got to let um, loose next time? No, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you can't do this to yourself twice. I mean, this is just God. This is grim. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, we got to deal with reality, Pete. You're yeah. a dreamer. I well, I love Nicole so much. I'd never want to disparage her. <laughs> oh God, I no, almost threw up. No matter what. <laughs> so, what's the prenuptial look like? Yeah. Do you have a prenup? <laughs> Honestly, I don't. Oh God, God, but, man. But she. I mean, I don't know. I'm. I get in front of a microphone and I just tell the truth. But like, I now have a little bit of money and I'm making right. money. Um, uh, I've uh, sold out the last 15 weeks that I've done on the road, which Glorious. is really great. That's uh, awesome, and that's phenomenal. But she works in tech and she's good at investments. She's literally an economics major. Oh, geez. So she doesn't want to do a prenup. And I was like, okay, like <laughs> you probably have a little bit more money than me. <laughs> You're not a comedian that so, lost everything yeah. during the pandemic. <laughs> That's true. So you've got somebody who's actually ahead of you. I but think chances she's are you're going to pass her. Possibly. Yeah. Okay. I, Equally yoked right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. I Oof. think possibly I'll pass her, but. I don't know. The the fact that she is horrifying. The, the, honestly, even just the fact that she believes in me that I'll pass her yeah. like means a lot to me and That's I don't nice. want to do That's it. That's a right nice now. thing. Having somebody believe like that. Yeah. Is. Yeah, until they don't. Yeah, until they don't. And you're signing, do I can't talk job. about her. Papers. Make it happen. I yeah. actually want to. Uh, the anti-disparagement thing is that's the first I've ever heard of this. It's well, a lot of yeah, ever. a lot of people have it. I um uh, a friend of mine who's an entertainer, he also had to sign that, and he's just like this. It's so hard because well, and most of the time they're not saying anything just because they're going through it. Oh, I'll tell and you, that. anything can be held against you that you say. I wasn't yeah, even that mad when I got divorced. It was fine, but the disparagement part got me through it. Yeah, it, like that was the best part of it was all the jokes that we created from it. Yeah, and venting all that oh, anger, awesome. and also like I'm a believer that there are actions, and one of the consequences is that if you're a scoundrel to somebody, right. that they're going to talk about it. Yes, that's one of the reasons why you don't do some of those things that my ex did not do. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Perfectly said. Yeah. Yes. He knows how to weave around. Exactly. All this. He's this brilliant. He's a pro. <laughs> because you don't want people to talk. And, right. And yeah, I, 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 so privately, I was at a lot of dinner tables with oh, friends sure. just venting, disparaging but, away. And it was very you wrote a lot of specials for oh. other comedians. Yeah. But the jokes that you come up with are so good. Yeah. But it's a, you can't use them for like financial gain. Can't use it. Oh. At, at one point, I was developing a pilot for uh, for NBC. This was pre-pandemic, so my pilot was going down the road. And then, uh, when the pandemic started, they canceled all the pilots. So, like, yeah. I was the COVID canceled like a big part of my career. Your but life got canceled. Like my life got right. canceled. But also, maybe that's a gift because if I would have had a sitcom right now, nobody watches sitcoms. Like, did that's I want? Right. Did I want to have the last sitcom? No, ever. No. You don't want to be on NBC sitcoms right now. No, you right. don't. Like they. I, I get more views on a TikTok yeah. than my sitcom <laughs> would have gotten. Right. It, everybody's – people watch stuff. They still watch a lot of stuff, but they watch it on the toilet. Like right. They're watching Netflix – they're binging Netflix yeah. on the toilet, and that's why they have that hemorrhoid. You know? <laughs> that's right. They're sitting too long, pushing. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're really pushing, or they're not. I don't know. But, but anyway, um, 
uh, I had an NBC pilot where the subject matter was going to be this, you know, what happened in my divorce. And, yeah. And NBC was like, don't worry, we got lawyers that are better than her lawyers and we'll cover it. Because they no, wanted. So they you could let loose with it. They wanted the story. And I was like, okay. Like, I, <laughs> I was like, this is finally going to be settled. And yes. I can finally talk about it because NBC's lawyers. We'll you know, pay for it. Yes. Yeah. They, they were going to go to my ex and be like, boom, boom, boom. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> little peacock at her door. Little, little You're done. That'd be great. I so what you're saying is, peacock over oh, there. oh, absolutely! Just flutter front yard with peacocks. And then, <laughs> ding, ding, ding! <laughs> oh, I'd love that. Uh, but so what you're saying is, if I'm hearing you right, is yeah. that you had this all planned out, and then uh, that horrible ex of yours started COVID to stop you. She started COVID. <laughs> that's what yeah. I'm hearing from. Yeah, you. Yeah, she's, wow. That's uh, wait, that's a disparagement. Yeah, no, um, no, I said it. Uh, I think she was the original, like the origin. Hey, your theory. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, she. <laughs> She was uh, interesting theory. Yeah, it's a great theory. Yeah, what a horrible human being Can't to start a worldwide pandemic just to keep you from having a sitcom. Yeah, I was that little yeah. shop she had set up in the wet market. <laughs> right. And, you know. Yeah, when, when she French kissed that bat, it Pete was Lee's crazy. Bat Emporium. It's just a terrible thing that she did. Wow. Yeah. She traveled over there, still having uh, my last name. She was like, yes. "Hey, my last name." She fit Lee. right in. She got right into the wet market. <laughs> got a license. It was very covert. Mrs. Lee started her bat stand. That happens every day over there. Mrs. Yeah. Lee Please bat stand. Right. <laughs> it was great. Wow. Well, and you want to get married again? I do. It's. Genius. I mean, it's. I didn't want. Like, remember the last time I was here, I was single. Yeah. Like, if you would ask me, if you would have asked me the last time that I was here, do I want to get married again? I'd be like, no way. And then that night, like, hit it and quit it. Yes. And then that night, I was like, I want to hit it and commit to it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you're not. You're not one of those. You're not a filth monger, though. I don't uh, think you lived that life. You know? No, I'm not. I don't think you'd be good at that. But I like I went out like the after this show the last time yeah. I went to the store and I bought Trulies you know yeah. I, I, bought, I bought I bought sodas the girls would like with vodkas in it just in case a You're gal came your over. Trap. Yeah, I was <laughs> in case I was hopeful yeah, that right. I would meet Nicole yeah. and I and did. You did I did oh she wasn't married before. No, she's... Is, you're her first time. She's a, got a clean record. Man, I'm impressed. This <laughs> she, is awesome. She has no kids. Uh, she's uh, she's financially responsible. Uh, she she had a uh, she has a dog okay. that she thought was a liability because she's like, well, you travel and I have this French bulldog. She is the cutest French bulldog yeah. that is now my best friend. See, his, his, this, this whole thing, because you're sweet. You're a kind human being. Until so I'm just No, I'm just waiting for the news to break. Oh, like the, the truth well, about leaves, Pete Lee. The truth. Yeah, like what is what is the what is your darkness? Um, uh, if anybody tries to touch my service animal, when, <laughs> when I did not <laughs> authorize it. It clearly says no petting. It clearly says no petting. And why did you try to pet my dog? Pet rage. Can you not read? Yeah, yeah. I don't know that you have a dark dark side. So that means you're the most disturbing person in the world in your private life. Yeah, I, I've been joking about this on stage about how like uh, like like I have friends that are like activists. I don't know if you know yeah. any of those. It's like real popular right now. Um, <laughs> it's like being emo back in the day, but now they, people do activism. <laughs> Do and I have friends that they're like, if you're not angry, you're part of the problem. And I'm like, I'm on so much Zoloft. Like, like <laughs> you're drugged out of activism. Yeah. I couldn't, like, I can't be, I don't know. I Like, I'm on Zoloft for anxiety. 
anxiety, but it's also an antidepressant. So I've yeah. always been happy, but also just kind of nervous. And now I'm just, I'm not nervous and I'm even happier. <laughs> so I'm just annoyed. So why be mad why be about mad? anything? Does anything make you mad? What's the last thing you're like, that just pisses Pete Lee Okay, off. this does involve uh, the service dog. So okay. for, this is the thing that sets me off at the air. Like, so at airports, at the front of the airport, uh, if the ticketing person... Like, uh, if they give me grief about my service, so I had to go through, um, like the department of transportation, right. like all this stuff is the French bulldog, the service dog. So it's, it is, it's, yeah. it's a scam. Yeah. It's a scam. It, well, it's not really a service dog. All right. So I can, <laughs> I can go into detail about how he's a real service animal. Yeah. So I have a stalker that, um, uh, I don't know if you know a stalker. He's just a guy that tried to kill me a bunch of times. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You got that. Yeah, right. That yeah. doesn't piss you off. It was just that. But so I, I did have a little bit of PTSD from him trying to kill me a bunch. Did uh, he ever get close to succeeding? Oh yeah. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> what? I'm, so I'm a black belt in Taekwondo, nice. which, um, so like people wouldn't expect me to be a fighter, but. So I fought him off, and I'm okay. Oh, you physically got into yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, and, nice. Um, and now I, so I'm a black Thanks belt. Thanks the heavy Zola. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I, uh, the police, they were like, you should get guns, because, you know, like, he can't come in, you know. So I, I'm a gun owner, right. so you wouldn't guess that. By Heavily my armed Taekwondo black belt Pete Lee. Yes, see, this On is heavy the, meds. Yeah, this I, I didn't expect. On. <laughs> yeah, yeah, heavily medicated, and uh, can't disparage people. A lot of rage inside. Go Touch on. Touch the dog, yeah. you're going to catch some lead. Don't touch his French bulldog or you're going to catch him. Heavily medicated gun yeah. owner. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's great. It's great. This is exactly what America needs. Keep you going. live by a school because I, I, you can't be close. Oh, my God. This yeah. is, is going to be my sitcom, Heavily yeah. Medicated Gun Owner. <laughs> right. That's going to be my show. Yeah. That, that should be my podcast. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, I legitimately went through all the steps. I got him trained. Uh, he, you have to, like, go through certification with the Department of Transportation right. where, like, just like how I have a TSA pre number, my dog has like a like a TSA number. He's got a ticket. He's got a ticket. According to Steve-O, it was really easy. Yeah, Steve-O had it across oh, really? the 25 world. bucks yeah. or 35 bucks. But you went through the proper channel. Yeah. I'm I went guessing through the, Well, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I'm also guessing that uh, Steve-O is Steve-O. Yeah. And I feel like, like he... He's a he's like a normal guy. He's a real sweet normal guy that you know eats worms from other countries. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but he like gets a tapeworm on purpose, and that's why right. he's so shredded. But, uh, <laughs> that's but fact, yeah, fact. He's actually a, true. He's a really great guy. I know him. I love yeah. him. But Steve O would forget that he's Steve O, and I bet he'd be like, "Hey, Department of Transportation, can I get my service dog?" And they'd be like, "Steve O, we love yeah, you." That's true. Um, Here's twenty five bucks. Yeah, yeah. Just get it through. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got one. But uh, so yeah, I got them all certified. But when you check into airports. Uh, they always go like, sir, you don't have your service dog in the computer. And I've now had it so many times where they don't have him in the computer, but it's literally just on the next screen yeah. that I'm like, I'm like, no, go to the next screen. I'm you like, just know I, how it works. I literally know what their screen looks like <laughs> because I've done it so many times and I've had helpful people tell me how to get another person right. there. And if you tell somebody like, like if right now I was like, hey, uh, I'm going to take control of your mouse. Right. Uh, they get mad at you. Yes. Nobody likes that. They don't like that. Um, but that's what I do at the airport. You just grab their mouse and do it for them. I don't touch their mouse because I don't want to end up on <laughs> yeah. a no mouse list. <laughs> right. You're not going to fly because of that. Yeah. But the French bulldog somehow or another keeps you from feeling anxious about the guy who's trying to kill you. Yeah. Well, he's a really good guard dog. Like we've had it a couple times where the guy came around the house and it's the middle of the night and my dog just. Why isn't he in up. jail? Uh, the jails are filled with scarier people. <laughs> so they just have to let him loose. Yeah. In COVID, the jails filled up and then they didn't. So he's 
He's like uh, he still has a criminal trial where he's oh going to go uh, hopefully to jail or prison. Yeah. How and how did you find out you had him? Because um, I've had a stalker once before, and it's the creepiest way to like finding out was the weirdest part. Yeah. Well, he was a guy that was send, sending me a lot of like "I love you" messages. Um, literally, like uh, it's not Jimmy Fallon, is it? It's totally Jimmy <laughs> I Fallon. Thought it was Jimmy Imagine Fallon. if my stalker was like, <laughs> "Hey, B, hey, just love you." Uh, oh my God, I think he's the greatest person <laughs> in the world. We we, we <laughs> want you to come on the show in eighth time. We we love you this week. Yeah, Billy, that's how you do it. Can Blake come over? Yeah. And Blake Shelton's always there in the window trying to pull him away. It's the oh. same, just the Tonight Show's following you around. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I can't imagine that someone would like, they just attack you with the I love yous, and then next thing you know, you're in a fist fight, and he sticks around. Yeah, doesn't Blake Shelton have a song, Don't You Want to Stay Here a Little While? <laughs> right. right. <Yes. laughs> don't you want to hold each other tight? Isn't that a, one of his, It's know. him. Uh, but yeah. I, yeah, it's it's um, it was one of those things where he started giving me gifts. He's like, I'd wake up and he was just on the side porch of my house. Um, oh, and uh, you broke up with him. Well, he said, "This has got to stop." I yeah. told him, I was like, "Hey, stop messaging me like that." And yeah. then he was like, "Hey, you should really read my Instagram messages." And he had a he had a gun in his belt, and he like lifted up his shirt. And I was at like, your at your house at my house. Oh, yeah. And then geez. I was like, "Okay, it's on. I'm gonna be litigious about this." Yeah. And, I've only followed the proper channels. That's that's, that's all. I've and ever the one done. time you kicked his ass. Uh, well, I mean, I defended. Myself. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, you should. I, and, and did you get a thorough sh- few good shots? I mean, I legally probably shouldn't talk about it. Okay, but, I got um, you. <laughs> you had a lot of fun. Can't talk about but, it. Yeah, I've. Uh, Was he at least a little bit bloody? I Maybe mean, he fell down. It wasn't you, but did he leave? Like, oh, he's injured. I don't know how that happened. I mean, you can say it, but uh, he was I, bloodied, and you got him good. This is a part of an active court case. So, okay, yeah, we shouldn't so be talking about it, but I'm excited to know the details. Uh, can I tell you this? Uh, he, I went on the bonfire with Dan Soder yeah. and Big J. Okerson, yeah. and I talked about uh, some of the stuff that happened just in our restraining order thing. So like, yeah. I talked about real things that had happened. I talked about how he's a rich kid, how his dad's a scumbag, how yeah. his dad's been bankrolling all of his court cases since he's been 16 years old. Uh, he's been stalking women. He's sexually assaulted women. He's like You're not re- the only one. He's a really bad guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. And uh, even his own parents had a res- have had a restraining order against him. Uh, but yet his dad keeps bankrolling keeps him? Keeps bankrolling him. And I don't know what that is psychologically, but I went on the bonfire and I talked about what a scumbag him and his daughter his- – his dad is, yeah. but I didn't. I didn't name them by right. name, uh, so technically it wasn't a disparagement or whatever. And right. I also only said things that were true that have that have been. That no, you're not saying he and Stalker and me and your ex-wife, right? No, no okay. Yeah, I just want to make sure yeah. that you haven't yeah. failed this whole thing yeah. to just be an attack on her. Yeah, this is not an attack on yeah. her. Um, Unbelievable! Uh, How long is it going on? Um, so this has been going on since 2020, and um, but when I went on, right the, when you lost your pilot, right when I lost my pilot, so it was a good year. <laughs> it was a great. Year. It was a good year. The you might have had ended. the worst uh, pandemic. You got some experience. gifts out of it. Wow. I got some gifts. You know, I wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> That's right. Working the Tempe Improv this That's weekend. Right. I might be in a theater. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it didn't happen to you. It happened for you. It happened for me. Yeah. But so in the so I had to go get a re up of the restraining order and. Uh, this kid and his dumb dad, they came to the courtroom with a tape recorder and they – at the end of the thing – so I don't know if you know how courts work, but you can't introduce new evidence late. It's right. not like a court show. Right. It's not like television. So at the last minute in the in the restraining order trial uh, or hearing, they like they were like, we have a recording that's going to blow this wide open. Yeah, they was, tried to Perry Mason it. They tried to Perry Mason it and – it was me on the bonfire oh. trashing him and his dad, 
And at this point, the judge had already had enough of the kid and the dad. Right. Like, the, this kid's such a scumbag. This guy had a whole screen in front of him of all the bad things that this dumb kid has done in wow. his life. And by the way, I'm saying he's a dumb kid. He's 30. I was going to say, I was asking, I was going to ask. Yeah. Long. He, uh, same age as your, uh, Engaged, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. It's a good age. So for me. You're, you're good hanging around that it's that a, group. It's yeah. a good age. That generation yeah. treats you well. So um, anyway, so the judge is so spiteful towards this this idiot that he actually lets it play, and he lets the interview play in its entirety. And the judge is laughing so hard that he's crying right. tears. Great. And Big J and Dan, they're talking about all the different ways that I could kill this guy, right. like, and they're going into fantastical stuff. And I am, I'm like trying not to just wheeze with laughter yeah. in the courtroom. But it was one of the, it's great. It was one of the best moments of my life. It sounds amazing. Now, do you want to kill him? We got a landscaper crew out here. I think we we'll take no, care of him. I want, I want him to lead a long life uh, where he uh, gets. <laughs> Is where, that right that I want him to die? Where he goes through the justice system and he's rehabilitated. <laughs> And he lives. And a someday good, you can yeah. be friends. He lives on the a porch. good life as an honest man. Yeah. That's what I want to happen. It, to this it, that is a good dream, Pete Lee. Yeah. I appreciate your, no, your honesty. I, I do not yeah. want him to be impaled on a spike like in a horror movie by you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that would be the worst possible thing that could happen. Is that yes, he was impaled on your new fence that fit, yeah. the, the bulldog pushes down and he runs. Yeah, through, like the beginning of Braveheart's fights. Which, yes. by the way, Diesel only dreams of murder. Like we went on a walk <laughs> this morning. He, Diesel, he wants to snuggle and murder only those two things. Yeah. And when he's on a plane, when he puts on that service jacket, he's like, no murder. I got no murder. <laughs> right. no he murder. knows not to murder on the plane. <laughs> he gets treats for not murdering. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the, I'll tell you, uh, I don't know how much time we have. But, um, got to make it quick because I'm way behind because you're fascinating. Go oh, ahead. God. Um, well, I got into uh, an argument with a flight attendant because she uh, she came over and started petting him. Like, he, he was in yeah, my lap. That. I was getting him situated. And I was like, hey, you can't pet him. He's got patches all over him that say you can't pet him. Right. And she goes, I pet all the dogs. And I was like, well, you don't pet my dog. Right. And like right away we're, you know. You're she, a fight. I set her off. So she grabs my dog's face and she kisses him on the mouth. And this is uh, this is like a big, ugly, gross lady. <laughs> and, and like we still are technically in COVID, right? It's right. Like, don't give my dog COVID. Right. Give it to me. And uh, and I, I was like, don't touch my dog. I was like, right. do not kiss my dog. And at this point, other people. <laughs> I got it. Full word, right. Right? It was close. Here's but, uh, some yeah. more Zoloft. Just in case, yeah. don't touch his effing dog. Yeah, don't touch. <laughs> don't touch. Uh, yeah, the friendly dog. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> right. I got so fired up. No, uh, you're fine. I like it. This is the evil side of Pete Lee. Yeah. All right. So don't touch. They, they're like, don't touch the dog. This flight attendant comes back over and then grabs my dog face, dog's face and does it again. And then my dog literally tries to bite her Good. face. Tries to bite the, like, he's like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. The dog's like, enough, you know? Right. Like, and it picks up your vibe. Yeah. yeah, it picks up my vibe. And she's ugly. He's so, been trained well. Yeah, she's ugly. Yeah. yeah. If it, she was pretty, you'd have allowed it. Maybe. You know? <laughs> if she would have gone to ASU. That's uh, right. <laughs> so then uh, the... The flight attendant goes to the gate agent and is like, we need to get this guy and the dog off the plane. So she tries to put me on a no-fly list because my dog uh, tried to bite her. Well, the dog only bites people that the, the, her face was on the dog's that face. That's less than one That's with dogs. You don't put move. your face in their face. Yeah, so the ticketing agent uh, comes down, interviews everybody around me, and decides that the flight attendant is culpable. Fired. So I write this big, like, I'm like Mr. Johnny Review. I'm, I'm like on my phone going, and my dog and my service animal. And I become that lady that drives yeah. a Subaru. Yeah. <laughs> you have the same haircut. Yeah, I have the same haircut. Yeah. 
I, oh my God! What a life you're living. Yeah, so that got me real angry. So yeah. you asked what makes yeah. me angry. That that you've got a it. lot of things that you need to man. Give me some Zoloft just from hearing your exactly. stories. Exactly. Holy yeah. cow! Well, I hope you. I hope somewhere along the lines your stalker is killed. Oh wow! For your sake, for your safety. Well, I hope I kill at the Tempe Improv. That's what my next, my next, you got ahead of me, Pete Lee, because tonight you'll be doing all the killing yourself right on stage at the Tempe Improv, tempeimprov.com. But yes, I hope that uh, if you do see somebody kind of lurking around, that a mob mentality ensues at Tempe Improv and we take care of this. Yes, I, I and I don't I don't think this person's going to... Um, you don't know. That's the point of a stock. I hope, yeah, I, I hope that this person does not come around, but I hope that you do. I hope we sell the place out. I went for yeah. a run yesterday. I saw a guy on the running path that he goes, Pete Lee. Yeah. And then three people yelled out their car window at me. They're like, Pete Lee, I'm coming to your show. That's great. So I'm hoping that if, if I go on a run and that many people yelled at me, yeah. that it's going to be full. You need to be. I want to pet your dog. Yeah, you need to be <laughs> less, less comfortable with strangers shouting your name. Yeah. Considering what's out there. That's oh, true. I can't imagine. Yeah, Pete yeah. Lee. What? Yeah, yeah. Hey, what? You stop waving to everybody. One guy's pointing a gun at you. Yeah. I, oh, oh, there's yeah. a gun. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> he really likes. Oh, me. look at that. Those are happy bullets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on so much Zoloft. I'm like, oh, the, oh, this is neat. I Might get to experience great. dying. <laughs> You've got uh, my hair. Pete Lee. No, I've got you in my crosshairs. Yeah. <laughs> Pete Lee is at uh, the Tempe Improv this weekend. Be safe. Be careful. Thank you. And Brad. congratulations. I hope you meet your next wife tonight. Yeah, me too. <laughs> That'd be great. It happened the last. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Lee, everybody. It's 98. Mild-mannered Pete Lee. What a story that guy's carrying around. Got a few good ones in there. Never heard of that uh, non-disparagement clause in a marriage, but that's pretty good stuff. If you keep that in mind. I didn't know that was a thing. I got to be careful. Yeah, none of us had that. <laughs> no kidding. You and, you and me, forget about it. We'd, we'd be in jail for oh, the rest man. of our life. It was the worst thing in the world. All I did was disparage. I still do it. It's been years. I just I think it's more fun to disparage than it was to be married. Anyway, I like the disparagement. Anyway, wow. Pete Lee uh, at the Tempe Improv. The dude's killing it, too. He's uh, just crushing right now. But that story, we got a little uh, off the air, too. You know, with the mics off and heard some more details. There is a lot going on that he can't bring up right now because the case they have to build is insane. I've had a stalker before, and I got weird. Not like that. I think it's looking good, though. Oh, well, maybe. We'll see. Depends yeah. on who, you know, uh, the corruption. It depends on, you know, if corruption wins. And it's there's some corruption. And you just got to follow it to a T, yeah. the proper steps. Scariest part about the stalker, because, you know, I've had a couple people bug me. And then one, you remember, clear-cut, just flat-out dangerous. Um, Couldn't have been... Like again, the, 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 you know, I don't know if you know about her, but like the, the, we had pictures of her in the old buildings. Our old boss Chuck comes into the office and he goes, "There's a beautiful girl in the lobby that wants to see you." And sure enough, we go out in the lobby and there's a very attractive girl. And Brady and I invite her back into the office to just, yeah, just chat with her. And because she came to say hi, and we're like, "Let's give her a what brought you? Let's give her a little walk around." And she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm in the same room with you. You look different. And I'm like, oh, you know, most people think I'm a big black guy until they meet me. You know, my voice clearly rings out urban. Being the typical <laughs> slappy. Yeah, it does being jackasses. And then she looks at me and she goes, the kids are in the car. The bags are packed. Are you shape-shifting or are you coming with me? And I look Vegas, at Brady baby. and I'm like, huh? Like, I don't get the joke. And Brady and I are looking at each other. She goes, you're shape-shifting. You're not the real John Holmberg. One of you is lying to me. Oh, and, it, like, her cuteness was gone. 
And the eyes went dead black. And she goes, one of you is lying to me. Either you're the real John Holmberg or you're the shapeshifter or the man I'm talking to is. And she goes, but you're getting in the car and you're coming with me. And I'm like, I don't think that's a thing. Uh, it's time for you I to go. I'm still joking. He's a shapeshifter. Yeah, I gotta yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, he's the waka shapeshifter. Waka. He's Satan. I've known it for years. Like, Brady probably thought, maybe there's something to this. I've wondered if he's the devil a lot. But even after that, you're like, all right, something's weird. Well, something what you're looking and I'm like, dude, you got to go to Vegas. Yeah, man. I know. This so I walked out to the car. The, this would be great for the show. <laughs> walked out to the car. I'm like, there's no kids in this car, you liar. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what time do you want to go? I got to go pack some bags. She was cute enough that you kind of followed along. Like, You're not serious? Like, there's a joke. And then it got real. Like, tears started to flow. Like, strangeness was in the air. How'd you wind up getting her out? Well, we got her out. And I told her, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I am not the person you think I am. And she goes, one, one, and she started to tell me a story about what John Holmberg had told her. And I'm like, I never met you in my life. And she goes, you've shapeshifted, I know. And then, so, it was yeah, yeah. just before you, Brett, because yeah, she came by for a visit. So then oh. I get a restraining order. That sounds like my old listeners. Yeah. Right? Wow. Uh, well, and then the cops come uh, and say, well, if she comes back again, we can arrest her. Otherwise, there's nothing we can do. I'm like, well, let's hope she doesn't show up. But two days later, she shows up in the middle of the night. With uh, two suitcases full of stones saying, it's time to go, it's time to go. Uh, the world is going to come to an end without me being there. And she thought I was inside and got into the parking lot and just started chucking stones at the window of the studio, thinking, he's in there, screaming it. Must have been weekends or something, because I wasn't there. Yeah. And the cops came and they took her away. And then, like, they let her out. And three months later, we're doing an event at Hooters, and I'm just scanning the crowd, and there she is just staring right at me. Comes up oh. to me. And I'm like, you can't be, I'm like mean. I'm like, you can't even be here. And she said, uh, she goes, I know what I did was wrong. I was on drugs. Um, I was a mess. I apologize. There were two guys with her. They came over and they're like, we're sorry this happened. We're incredibly sorry. And I'm like, you still can't be here. I appreciate yeah. that. You can't be here. You got to go. She looks like she's leaving, comes back. Not five minutes later, she looks at me and she goes, get in the car. And I'm <gasps> no. like, oh, my God. And I'm like, do it. Yeah, and Brady's like, you got to <laughs> nail this bitch. And I'm like, that Brady, that's wrong. Stop that ass. That is not right. You were a better man than that. <laughs> she's too hot. I bet she's crazy in the sack of room. I'm like, that's not even a, people don't say that. Was she a smoke show? She was pretty cute. Yeah. You know, I was 50-50 on the whole deal. I still kind of am. <laughs> Like, if she came back, I'm like, it was meant to be. <laughs> you know? <laughs> if you love something, set it free. If it stalks you again, it was meant to be. That's Even in the teddy, she came in. Yeah, and she showed up in a pair of just underwear and a tank top. No, I'm like, nice. Keeping it tight. Stop, tight stalker. Gotta like that. It was scary as hell, but it's nothing compared to what Pete expected. Anyway. So, yeah, having that kind of feeling of that being around is, and it, and it creeps up on you. Like, you feel like, I'm not going to be afraid of that. And then you are. You can't help it. Like, every once in a while, I am. Yeah. It was weird. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, it's 928. we got our FanDuel bets coming up. All I'm asking you guys to do, we're chasing again. And by the way, I knocked another five-figure win out the other day. On your chase? Uh, I, well, no. A this chase is me goofing around at Chase Field. I made a bet with uh, our Brady's buddy who uh, was a frat brother up there in Ohio Studley. University. Studley. who does the production for the broadcast for Bally's. Uh, and uh, I'm joking. I said, I got this bet. What do you think? And it was this crazy bet in the Diamondbacks game. Or I picked a couple guys to hit home runs, and Corbin Carroll's always going to get two hits a game. That guy's unstoppable right now. I don't know if you're paying attention to the Diamondbacks, but Zach Gallon's on a roll. Yeah. He's got four straight games. Of no- so I'm picking all this stuff, and it all happened by the third inning. Home runs were out, and I'm like, I did And Studley just texts me, and he goes, this is amazing. 
So I got a $100 bet turned into a nice five-figure win. FanDuel pays. I'm way ahead for the year. You slap, he's got to catch up. So chase away, boys. I need you to do a plus 5,000 bet. Make it crazy. We'll post it. I've had a couple of people uh, out there who followed our bets, and they won. So let's do it again. NBA playoffs. Everything right now is NBA playoffs. And uh, FanDuel's giving you all sorts of great deals on it. We'll do our FanDuel selections coming up in just moments. Please don't stalk us. It's 98. The white stripes right there. It's the Seven Nation Army. Oh, my goodness. Shut up, you. I didn't mean to have you talk. This is crazy. Distracted. Got the uh, FanDuel stuff going on. NFL draft tonight. This is going to be amazing. Who knows what's coming? Uh, But uh, you can bet on all that stuff if you're uh, interested in that. You can bet on the draft. You can bet on basketball, which uh, FanDuel's loaded up with all that stuff right now, getting everybody excited about the uh, NBA playoffs, and I'm looking at this. So we want to chase. We want to chase bets. I got a couple of them. I'm going to throw out a couple. You can bet on the NFL draft. It's going to, oh, my whole night's set. Little $1 bets all night long on what's going to happen next. Who can do what? I got a crazy one I'm throwing out there. I don't even know who one of the guys I'm betting on is. I just like the odds. This is fun. Uh, you can go to get your FanDuel app right now, and they'll give you all sorts of bets. You get the no-sweat first bets. You can activate all that. Hang on, i got to write something in here. I'm in. So, all good stuff. The draft bets were kind of fun, too. They're but, fun. But uh, the playoff basketball, man. It can be a treat. So let me tell you this. Before we get into our bets, I don't know what happened. Got a... Uh, I just went to the NFL draft, and they've got a little section there that says they just a list of players, and that you can say like uh, the odds of these guys being a top ten pick tonight's draft. So I picked Joey Porter Jr. and I picked Jackson Smith, name I'm not going to say from Ohio State. I think, it's I think his Smith last word Ninja. is. No, I think we, that's what we Nijba? say. We just say Smith Ninja. Don't, Smith I'm betting Nijba. on him. I'm betting Smith Nijba. Nijba. Either way, you put those two together. And it's plus 27,200 that they'll get picked in the top 10. They're both hovering around that. Joe, uh, Joey Porter's probably, that's a huge bet. And for, you know, 10 bucks, you win $1,300. And there's a good chance that both those guys go. I also picked Dalton Kincaid because uh, since Roadhouse, I always love the name <laughs> Dalton. So I picked Dalton Kincaid to be a top 10 pick. And he's plus 5,000 by himself. Ten, $10 bet gets you 500 bucks. So you got all this going. That would be a huge night of just goofing around and winning. And I've been having a blast with the NBA bets, even though they screwed me on one, where you just bet in the next three minutes how many dunks are there going to be. Little trick I've been using I just told Brett about. If you're going to bet that there's going to be three dunks in three minutes, the odds are pretty high. But if you're going to bet that, bet that there'll be one and bet that there'll be two dunks also. Because it has to happen. To get to three, you have to. So you'll win the first two if there's not three. Usually there is one dunk every three minutes. Usually. Not always. So you can play around with this stuff all day long. And the next thing you know, you're picking up 50 bucks here, $30 there. You're losing 10 you're dropping 20 you're getting 50 It's just a fun way. I've, I've stayed pretty even goofing on that. It's a fun, silly way to play along with the game. All right, Brady, you got your uh, you got your chase bet? I do. All right, go. Um, I've got a, let's see, uh, tonight's game, Celtics. Celtics and Hawks. And Hawks. I've got the Celtics by uh, one to ten points. Okay. Bogdan. Bogdanovich. To do three plus threes. <laughs> Thank you for His name is Bogdan Bogdanovich. DeAndre Hunter. Okay. Three plus made threes. Oof. DeJounte Murray. 
I like it. Uh, to have six plus rebounds. All right. That's a plus 5,481. That's a tight one. Your three plus threes is going to be your killer on that. Yeah. That's a good one, though. Good luck to that. Toledo, what do you got? All right. I'm taking the game tonight as well in the NBA because I didn't want to wait until tomorrow. So mine is plus 6,109. Good chase. DeAndre Hunter to score 15 plus points. Jason Tatum to record six plus assists. Taking the under of 225 and a half total points. Alternate total points. Very possible. Marcus Smart to score 15 plus points. That's going to happen. So 620. That's pretty good. 620 on a $10 bet. Brett, you look frustrated. What do you got? No clue. (laughs) He's just staring and dying. No NFL draft? I'm working on it. All right, Brady, what's your NFL draft then? (laughs) All right, well, Toledo will post mine later. I'm not going to be ready. He just says guaranteed. He gets frustrated because he hates the NBA draft or the NBA uh, yeah. bets. He just goes. I don't crazy. watch enough of it to yeah. know anything. Neither so it's I. just like that's the fun. I like what you were saying, John, about the uh, top ten picks. Yeah. So I did a two man top ten yeah. draft. I've got Smith Ninja. Yeah. And uh, Lucas Van Ness, defensive end from Iowa. Yeah, very possible top ten. That's pick. a uh, plus uh, four thousand. That's pretty good. 81. He's hovering around 13, 12. Yeah. The Van S. Everything John I tried Van to combine, combine wouldn't, let it, wouldn't let it do it. That's what I'm having problems Oh, really? With. On the NFL draft. It wouldn't let me combine you got to stay in the same category. That's why. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I ended up going with a couple of their pre-built bets. Uh, first pick, Bryce Young. Second pick, Will Anderson. Third pick, Paris Johnson Jr. Good. That's Those good three together, if they go in that order, is plus 550. So I get sixty four. That's nice. And then it's I couldn't find a chase bet that was that That's big. That's all right. So my other one is is uh, both the Cincinnati Bengals and the New York Giants to select a cornerback with their first picks in the first. That's round. a cool bet. Plus six fifty. They both go for corners. Yep. God and that's plus 650. <laughs> you got to be smarter than the app. Brett's just struggling with the app. Well, I'm having the same problem as Toledo. As soon yeah. as I pick something, it's like, we can't do that. I'm like. F you then. Maybe it's telling uh, you you shouldn't. Do Probably. That. Yeah. It's mush. Right. Don't bet. We'll put him up on Facebook once Brett figures it out. But I have a feeling Probably it's going to be a phone flying through the room. Uh, I liked it better when they were just a bookie and a guy. Yeah, exactly. I know a guy. <laughs> Automation. Yeah, I got a lot. It's the end I, of us. I got $30 down and I'm, I'm, I might win four grand. I've got a specific one of Paris Jackson going yeah. number three. Johnson. That's, that's a Paris, Paris Johnson. Johnson. Paris Jackson is not going to get yeah. drafted. Paris Johnson. Right. Well, that'd be a yeah. hell of a draft. Hey, my little girl's yeah. going to the NFL. She's hot and she can catch a ball. Whoa. She can play for the Cardinals. She's the strongest defensive end in the, in the whole game. Jackson. Paris Jackson is not going to be drafted. If Paris Jackson's drafted tonight, Brady, you're going to retire. Paris Jackson yeah. Jr. <laughs> you're you're going to retire. I hope they draft Blanket later. Blanket went 13. And with a very surprising pick, the Carolina Panthers have picked Blanket Jackson. Let's take a look at some of the highlights. <laughs> Here's Blanket being held from a hotel balcony. This is just an odd draft. Uh, you can get on FanDuel right now and play along. It is a blast. It is silly fun. Be responsible. I'm borderline, but I'm winning, so I can argue back right now. Uh, that's the key to gambling. You've got a nice slush yeah. fund. When you got a nice slush fund, you go, I quit anytime I want. By the way, I'm up. <laughs> that's how you know you don't have a problem. You've been winning. Uh, man, it's fun. So uh, hop on board. FanDuel makes everything more fun. And tonight, uh, we got uh, basketball games you don't care about in the NFL draft. Just have a good time and uh, gamble responsibly. Thanks, FanDuel, for making the world better. The entertainment drill is coming up. Ninety-eight KUPD. It's uh, <laughs> bound for the floor there. 
uh, local age. No, yeah, I was talking about the ladies' cans. Uh, anyway, so Larry and I were in a conversation about boobs. Um, it's time now for the entertainment drill. Before we get to that, I realized that midway through this, I didn't give you my picks for the uh, for the deal. Brett finally came up with something. I have a little trick I'm doing with this uh, four game stuff that I've kind of discovered works really well. And I, like it feels like you're it feels like a theft in a way. So I'm betting Trey Young to score 35 plus points in tonight's game. So you bet Trey Young will score 20, Trey Young will score 25, Trey Young will score 30, he will score 35. And if he gets to 36 points, you've technically won all four bets. But you got to get to the other three. But you first. can't do a parlay with that. Yeah. So i got Trey Young with 25 points, Trey Young with 35 points, Al Horford with 10 boards, Jason Tatum with 35. The two of the bets are the same bet. If he doesn't get to 35, you're going to lose that one no matter what. So he gets 25, you check that by, and you get a couple of them, and it just adds to the total. So if you're willing to bet that he's going to score 20, stock it up. Get 10, 15 in there also, and it adds to the total. So it's, I don't know if it's trickery or if I'm fooling myself, but I've won a bunch of money doing that. I love this. I love this this whole thing, the little $5 thing here, dollar here, and the next thing you know, you're just nickel and dime in your bank account. Don't go crazy. Be smart. Don't be like Brad, who's just miserable about it. <laughs> he didn't like his bet at all. <laughs> I don't even we, know what it is. The one you're I win. just found one that. Yeah. I just found one that. And uh, this will be the one you walk away with cash. Uh, That'll be the best part. Don't. I'm trying to get used to not using Jimmy two times anymore, <laughs> and I'm, I'm getting on my phone and using it. Jimmy two times, you got a bet. I got to make it. Yeah, yeah, it'll work. You'll, you're going to win one of these, Brad. Yeah. It's getting depressing. You're not the mush. Stop being a mush. <laughs> It's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. You heard Pete Lee, who's at the Tempe Improv this weekend, have to defend himself from somebody, and he's got some fighting skills under his belt, so he took care of business on his stalker. Uh, And you know what he had to find out? He had a stalker. You know how he found out? The hard way. Horrified. Uh, But you know what? The best thing he said was, no one would look at me and expect that I'm a black belt in taekwondo. And that is the truth. So when you have a bad guy that looks at you and thinks, I got this. This is what my, my Scottish buddy used to call a scalp. I look over at that guy and I think, ah, he's a scalp. It would scalp you. Look at you as a weakling or a victim. But what, you don't, what they don't know is what you're prepared for. And if you have some preparation and some stuff hidden in that, uh, that tool belt of yours, oh, you'll, you'll quickly teach that person that thinks you're a victim that you are not a victim at all, immediately. And there's something empowering about knowing that deep down. Pete plays and goofs around like, eh, I'm a soft guy, I'm a nice guy. You found out today, eh, don't mess with me though, because I can defend this thing. And he defends his temple that is Pete Lee. You should do the same thing. Learn some skills. Get some get some power inside that head of yours and some confidence so nobody can look at you and think you're a scalp. They teach you that at reactdefense.com. It's street fighting. It's not a choreographed dance. It's not some sort of a sport fight. Street fighting. Almost all of them go to the floor in eight seconds or less. Most of them last just a short period of time. If you have the skills to handle yourself, you'll make sure it's even shorter than that. And one phrase I love, elbows and fights. Learn how to throw that elbow and man, oh man, you are in a different stratosphere as far as defending yourself. Learn all this stuff while you're getting in great shape up there. Phoenix is the house of brews. That's where I go. Glendale is where Tony runs the place. Uh, that's a great one. And Michael's out there in Chandler. They got you surrounded. Uh, and it's time for you to start playing the game properly. ReactDefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black Brady Entertainment. Pete Lee's other buddy, Pete Davidson, yeah. is kind of a Rod Stewart fan, but not on purpose. Oh. When he was younger, 
He bought the uncensored Eminem show CD, which of course was not allowed to have. Too young for it. So he kept it in a Rod Stewart jewel case. His mom noticed that in his collection. That's a very hillbilly way to say kept it. Kept it. Kept it. He kept it in his... (laughs) Yeah, that's bad. You sound like my grandma. She used to say... I thought I said kept it. He kept it. Yeah, it was very cute. Almost huggable. So anyway... (laughs) Sorry, it was was adorable. (laughs) It made me want to poke your belly. Mom noticed it was in the uh, Rod Stewart jewel case. Thought, oh, I'll play Rod Stewart. We can bond over this. Every time they're in the car, she's playing oh, Rod Stewart. Adorable. And he says, eventually, you can't help I started liking Rod Stewart. Yeah. When Maggie May would come on. That's one of the best songs ever written. Maggie May is one of the most incredible classic pop rock songs ever to hit the air. And also, uh, he's in town, like right around my birthday, at Footprints. Who's with him? Is, is it Cheap Trick? Cheap and, Trick. Yeah, Cheap Trick and Rod Stewart. It's hard for me not to want to go to that. Despite the fact I don't like eighty-year-old people doing, entertaining me, is I he think, doing his uh, music or or his? Well, he's doing or, if he's got cheap trick, he's doing his stuff. Cheap trick it can still bring it. Oh, I'll I've seen cheap trick I saw in the last year. Great, me too. They're great. And the last time I saw him, uh, you know, he was sick. Uh, Stewart? No, the guitarist for uh, Rick oh, Nielsen. Rick Nielsen. Yeah, he said he was throwing up all over. Throwing up, yeah. and you could see him over in the side chair off stage. Come back up, do a couple of songs. Then he lets his son play a couple times. He'll puke a little bit. Yep. Come back. Yeah. I'd see Cheap Trick again, uh, but Rod Stewart I've never seen. But I don't, uh, I don't take kindly to octogenarians being my entertainment for the evening. It usually is disappointing. Ozzy's been doing it for. He's not eighty yet. Now imagine Ozzy at he? eighty. He's seventy-seven or eight. He looks an accident. No, actually, he's younger than that. He, he's like seventy-two. He's be seventy-two. Yeah, I know. And he's you know of the age of a man that I don't want entertaining me. Anymore. I've learned my lesson the hard way: buying tickets to things where seventy-plus-year-old people are on stage. BuzzFeed readers made a list of movie characters that are toxic and shouldn't be glorified. Ferris Bueller. Why? He's slimy, manipulative, That's liar, con artist. Probably creative. went on to work at Enron. Welcome to creative. the world. Oh, wow. <laughs> Welcome to the world. <laughs> That's true. Me to, probably a guy you want on your side. Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. Maybe. He's hilarious and accurate to somebody each accurate. of us knows. But a loser, mostly living in the past, trying to make money by manipulating emotions. But that was the character. That wasn't hidden. I don't think anybody went out going, I want to be around. Glorified. Uncle Rico wasn't glorified. He was a joke. Daniel Hilliard from Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Oh, now that one is true. Think about it. He's a horrible person. character, basically a nightmare stalker ex. Yeah. Christian Grey from uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Horrible human being. Arrest, uh, arrested. Horrible human being. Wouldn't know. They put Tony Montana. It's worth watching stuff. to see the mind of a woman. Women loved that I'll Fifty st- I'll Shades. I'll be more confused. Yeah. No, you won't. Because they're lunatics. Yeah. That's what you'll learn. Like you'll, <laughs> It confirms know. how loony they are, what they consider romantic. Oh. Like, they, oh. like that was girl porn. They made three of those movies because women wouldn't stop watching. Not one man went, man, that Fifty Shades of Grey is a good movie. Everybody's looking like, this is the type of guy. Oh, my God, Christian Grey is amazing. And what you realize is, oh, a billionaire can f*** any of them. Doesn't matter how he behaves. Donald Trump was right. Grab him by the I've got billions. It doesn't matter. Fact. That Fifty Shades is, is the single most toxic He's like the guy in American Psycho was more stable than Christian Grey. Jesus. 
Looks like the end could be near for Aerosmith. The band's logo has been popping up at venues around the country, along with the phrase, peace out. And there's a countdown clock on their website that expires on Monday. They're so people, final tour. Correct, yeah. a farewell tour. And well, Joe Perry, in an interview, was talking about they're launching a 40-date tour later this year that'll stretch into 2024. Well, just looking Most at... Most likely. And with things going on with uh, Steven Tyler. Grandma Tyler is not yeah. really... I could have told you there's a clock on them just by looking. In this lawsuit... Yeah, his sex abuse thing that I still am not sure I can agree with at all from 50 years ago. But he did go on bragging Aaron about... signed off on yeah, it. Yeah, but still, he drug her across state lines and like, he made a lot <laughs> of mistakes. So- he made a lot of errors. When he was bragging about how he was nailing a 16-year-old, but his parents... Even asking parents, can I take your 16-year-old with me? I know it was the 70s. It's totally different, but... You don't want to go bragging about that in your memoirs later. But she should be over it by now. It's been 60, 55 years or something like that since they... If you can't get over your time on the road with Steven Tyler 50 years later, and your parents had papers that said, yeah, take her. Eh, Not much of a suit there, I don't think. Your parents? Yeah, just get over it. There's a certain aspect, like, just move on. Like, what good is what good is being 65 and mad at when you were 15? That's the thing. Uh, you know, it's a different deal, but it's Hollywood. Roman Polanski's yeah. girl to this day. Like, I had a blast yeah, doing she it. She loved every second of it. Evidently. It, that's right. Because I've read other things about Roman Polanski's date that she was yeah. a mess because of it. So, who knows? Just don't have sex with kids. I mean, it's pretty cut and dry. It I guess there's, there's me being that logical guy again. If you have to, if you have to ask your date's parents to do anything, because you're so old that the law says maybe we should ask the parents, don't do it. Like, I'm gonna I, marry her, baby. Yeah, I just know better than to go. I better get parent parental permission to uh, take this girl to dinner because it's illegal, unless they say yes. And eh, then it's probably not worth it. Probably. Also, if you have to ask any relative, can I take your right. Jerry Lee? Look. Asking permission because you know it's illegal isn't worth isn't worth it. Like seventy percent of the time. Just keep that in mind. Uh, that's it for us. Larry's coming up in just a few moments, and he's going to have some stuff for you guys. Maybe even you fest tickets. Uh, all sorts of good stuff heading your way. Find out what Larry's got waiting on you. And if you stay on ninety eight KUPD uh, on the app, you're just accumulating more time to possibly win Doug Hopkins five thousand dollar guarantee at UFest. Stay on that app. Leave it on. Listen to Larry, accumulate moments, and maybe accumulate $5,000 for your bank account. That's it for us. Our bets are on Facebook. Uh, Pete Lee is out there somewhere. If you see a stalker, you knock him down. Pete can't do it anymore. He'll get in trouble. But you guys see it. If anybody gets too close to Pete Lee in front of you, beat the tar out of him. That's our KUPD promise to America. Uh, We're done. Have a great day. We will see you tomorrow right here in the morning. Say so long. See you later. Bye. Remember everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face.